Blog Talk Radio. Mozart, 
The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they would do as they sharp. Man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any so Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are! Peace, family. Peace. Peace to you and yours. This is Nova Ledge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue Pill, reporting live and direct. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Please apologize. We had a slight retrograde issue, but we've gotten over the, uh, you know, the little hump, and we are here broadcasting, signaling strong. All right, episode live and direct. We have a special treat for you this evening, a double header. Uh, first part, of course, Mama Pill, A Time to Heal. All right, coming out of this weekend in New York City, a very dramatic experience, very dramatic time period. Um, you know, we had a press conference in Harlem, New York, pertaining to the issue around Africa Bambada and allegations of child molestation, you know, pedophilia. And there are a lot of charges being levied, not only against him, but also other members of the organization. And, um, you know, what it speaks to is a larger issue in our community abroad, you know, not only a localized community here in New York City, or Harlem for that matter, everywhere that you find us, in the diaspora, everywhere that you find us on this, this planet is a, a is a raped planet. You know, Mama Earth herself is being raped. You know what I'm saying? So that's the energy of this entire planet at this particular time. She is being unceremoniously taken advantage of, you know, uncharacteristically stripped of her resources, you know, no Vaseline. So what we can identify unilaterally is that there are situations at hand that speak to some sort of abnormality, some sort of um, just a sickness collective, you know, an unspoken sickness, something that people seem to understand without speaking. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a behavior that kind of binds people Whereas on the flip side of things, you know, righteousness used to be something that was unspoken, something that binded people, something that unified the masses, that when you came across a righteous person, you just, you know, you had that energy, you just knew that they was righteous. And you knew that righteous deeds, you know, superseded you, and then they spoke for themselves throughout the planet. Now it's the flip side. Now we live in a bizarre world, 
Okay, and we're going to be able to touch on that in part two when we talk about the Marvel Universe and the Civil War, okay, because there's a Civil War taking place right here in this community, you know, and like I said, not only a localized community, but a broader community, a global community. So I want to get right to it, okay, because if nothing else, when we step back and we see all of these abnormalities, what we're left with, the only thing that we're left with, with a clear conscience is to say, this is a time for healing, okay? This is a time to heal. The heal is step forth. And with no further ado, we present to you both from the 424-200, Mama Pill. Welcome. Yes. Thank you, um, Blue Pill, um, Paul. And I want to uh, greet the listening audience um, KTL family, and um, want to also say that I don't remember a time when it wasn't a time for healing, <laughs> because uh, I don't I don't know the details about the topic. I mean, not all the details about the topic that you're referring to this weekend's press conference and the alleged. Um, allegations of molestation Um, I don't know if it's alleged or if it's proven but either either way um, the the time to time for healing is not anything new I'm going to repeat that the time for healing isn't anything new the time for healing is not anything new and I say that because um, allegations of pedophilia is not anything new. In the black community um, within the United States or abroad, um, because I'm 60-plus years, and I can tell you that over 40 years ago, I was hearing narratives from young ladies about molestation, you know, and so, you know, uh, relative, you know, girls that had been mo- molested by brothers, uncles, fathers, stepfathers, strangers, you know, and um, so that kind, that kind of behavior, which we consider that a sickness, and people that feel that for some reason they have to express the behavior um by 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 using children mm-hmm. so um yeah it's it to me i mean it's it's never a pleasant it's never i you know i i've been hearing it like i said since i was about i think i was probably about fourteen fifteen years old when we when i first heard of anything like that. And um, I can say I can say that probably somewhere I was probably about twelve when um, I I was um, someone attempted to uh, molest me or you know he they had something in mind um, that was that was not a behavior that they would have normally done if people were around let's just say that but 
um, right. they weren't successful. They weren't they weren't successful, and it did you know it did it did it did injure me. Um, even though it was temporary, it, it injured me because I you know I couldn't understand why um, why the act happened, but. Um, saying saying all of that to say that um, there there's healing that can be done, and you know the healing that needs to be done has to be done um, by the the person that has done the act as well as the person that the act has been done to, and then all the people involved with those two individuals. So it's like, it's like the thing has a ripple effect as far as how it affects people. And it has a ripple effect in terms of how, how many people wind up having to be healed from the, the actual act itself. So, you know, it's just, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work on everybody's part. But what I can say is that there was there was a way in which I remember living as a little girl up until I was about the age of 14, 14 years, 13, 14, well, I guess I would say about 12 when this first incident happened to me. Um, and, and, the, and, I, and the reason why I think I was vulnerable for it happening to me is because up until I was 12 years old, I was living um, according to a cultural tradition where girls were always chaperoned by women in the community. Mm-hmm. All there were women always watching you, always in your company. So it didn't lend any it didn't lend the opportunity for any male or even other female molesting you. I mean it just wasn't possible. Mm-hmm. You see? And um yes. so that that speaks to uh, the responsibility of women, of elder women, older women protecting little girls. You see, um, yes, that's yes. something we have. That's something we have to work on as a as a community. You know, as as family, as neighbors, as a nation, and we and that's that's something that could be done. I mean, you know, that's not that's not. It's not difficult. I, I mean, like I said, it's something that is something that stopped being done, but it's something we have to start doing again, because we 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 do we do have a whole new we have a couple of new generations that are here now. So uh, you know, it's our obligation to protect these little girls and these little boys. Yes. Yes. So I mean, um, you know even what you're talking about tonight speaks to that creating a space where that could be facilitated, you know, because we're talking about a village consciousness place where people are scattered, you know, for some Mm -hmm. reason we don't seem to have that level of connectivity where, you know, the elders see it as their responsibility to raise someone else's child for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying yeah. there's, there's a lot of different well, options. Well, there. well, see, okay, so this is where you, this is where we can, we can, we can change that, okay? Because just because people are temporarily not 
of the consciousness or of the behavior doesn't mean it has to be a permanent thing. So this is where we could do, this is where we can use our power of social media and you can just start a campaign where every day on Instagram, all the social, all the social, um, all these social platforms can be used to change mindset and to change behavior and to, and to, and to remind people of a thing that not too many generations ago was the norm. I mean, it's not, it's not Mm -hmm. rocket science. It's something that we used to do. And, and when we used to do it, the men and women worked. They, they, they did other activities. They just didn't sit around and watch, watch the girl or watch the boy. They, they did life activities. But right. they still chaperoned the little girl so they and was, the little boy. They were functional. Um, yeah. I do want to yeah. say that there's an organization, Our Brothers New Era Detroit, they have provided a chaperone system for young people coming and going to school because the children in Detroit were being kidnapped and raped as well. Mm. Um, so the, they they have a volunteer system where they're present in the community, walking the children to school and home mm-hmm. from school. So you're mm-hmm. right, this can be done in real time. You know, of course it can be and, done. Like, mm-hmm. let me tell you. Mom. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt. Your audio is a little off. Oh, okay. Hold on. Is that better? Yes. Okay. So what what I'm saying is this. It's like an elder here in Atlanta that I go I go to these I go to these local I go to a local sweat lodge here in Atlanta. And I do it. I do it very, very free, you know, very often. And one of the things that the sweat facilitator always tells us is, he says, "What you put your intention and your attention on creates your experience and your 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 reality. It's like what you manifest." Right. Did you get that? Where your attention goes, energy flows. Yes. Yeah. Where you put your intention and your attention is what you will create your experience. Yes. So all I'm saying is that we 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 can change things by putting our our intention and our attention and focus on we want to happen, what we want to change. Right. Collectively. I agree. Mm-hmm. And we have all the technology, we have all the state of the art technology to do it. So we could say, oh, in four months, we just we're gonna hang up the phones and, and we're gonna we're gonna disconnect the computers, turn them off after know the ledge tonight. And then for the next 120 days, we'll take the whole cycle that takes the body to remanufacture the bloodstream, right? Since that's the staff of life, right? <laughs> and we're going to say that we're going to all start protecting the children. We're going we're gonna to protect the little girls and we're going to protect the little boys. It, like a, it'll be a movement. This is something we can do. 
We don't need a license. We don't need to ask nobody for no permit. We don't need to go on the street and march. We could just start doing it collectively. And then and then in a year's time, you watch the whole statistic of this kind of thing will diminish to nothing. So I um yeah, that's just that's just how I you know, that's just something I wanted to share based on, you know, how you how you opened up tonight. And um I also had called you earlier uh this week or well, after last week Thursday. I had I had an I had an event here in Atlanta and so I called you and asked you if I could um come on tonight to share what I'm doing here in Atlanta, Georgia, and why. So it also has to do with the whole theme of, theme of tonight, a time of healing, which I, I, I don't, you know, I don't remember a time when it hasn't been a time for healing for me because uh, as far as reputation is concerned, I've been doing that now, you know, at least since the 70s, or I can even say at least since, I became a mother at the age of uh, 14 years old, and I'm like 61 now. So, you know, I've been focused in in that mindset and in that energy all these years. So, what has happened? What is what's happening here in Atlanta is, um, and for those who know me, a little bit about what I've been doing for the last uh, 30 something years. Um, Back in 80, probably somewhere around 83, 84, I married uh, an African, and um, he's an herbalist. And, and, you know, I'm just going over this because some people know who I am, Blue Pill, but some people listening for the first time. So, um, you know, he and I, and uh, he's an African, so he he also polygamous. So um, I met him with a wife, and then I became a wife. And then um, we all we all embarked on this mission to create um, a healing institute to bring back the healing arts of people of African descent. So in the course of the years of doing that, and of course I'm leaving a lot out. One of the one of the projects we had <clears throat> we had created together was we said we were going to create a healing village for people of African descent. So um, he is, a, he is a, a, a native of Honduras. And um, so we, we chose some land in Honduras and a healing village was built. So, um, I, yeah, so I think somewhere in the 90s it opened up and people began to go to um, Honduras uh, to the healing village, which is, a, a village named after one of the daughters in the family, and her name is Usha. So it was the Usha Herbal Research Institute or the Usha Healing Village. So um, what has happened over the years, though, is that many people, for whatever reason, have um, tried to go there. They've tried to get information from me or directly to my ex-husband, um, who people know by the name of Sabi, or even the ex-wife, Ma'a, and they haven't been successful. 
So a lot of people have been frustrated because they can't get the information or they can't talk to anybody or, you know, but anyway. So um, I, there's an elder here in Atlanta who he, he, he does these sweat lodges and he's also a reflexologist and he also does a certain kind of body energy work on people. So he gets a lot of people coming to him in some form of, of a healing journey at some path or some point in their healing journey. So yes. he just kept, he just kept getting this um, question or the people kept sharing the same narrative. Oh, you know, I'm trying to go to this village in Honduras, this doctor, this, this herbalist by the name of Sabi, he has this village and I've been trying to get there, but I, you know, I can't get the information. I thought that all kind of, I mean, it just kept repeating, repeating, yeah. repeating itself. So this elder um, I'm his herbalist, and I've been his herbalist since 2012. So he he um, he started saying to them, well, you know, uh, Sabie's ex-wife lives here. And people were, like, surprised. They were like, what? She lives here in Atlanta? So he says, yes. He says, look, why don't you give her a call and see what she can do? So they would call me, give me the same story about how they want to go, but they can't get in touch, da-da-da-da-da. So then um, I would try to help them as much as I could as far as, you know, like giving them a, referring them to what numbers I had. So then one time this uh-huh. elder came over to my house and he said to me, look, he says, look, why don't you just start doing, um, providing the services that they would get if they went to Honduras? So I was, so I was like, well, I, I did, I did think of that many years ago, but you know, I I I, I kind of thought maybe I would want to do it someplace in the tropics and not, you know, here in in the temperate region. He says, no, it doesn't matter. He says you should just do it. They said, and what and, and what you should call it is Atlanta Honduras, because I live on a I live in a house where my land, my backyard is like the it's like the woods is it's wild, it's overgrown. So I thought about it. And so he says, look, I'm going to have a sign made because you, you're you going to do this. So lo and behold, he had this sign made. And um, so what I did was I, I really converted my living space into like a healing, a, a healing space for people to come as they would in Honduras. They can come for one day. They can come for three days. They can come for a whole week. And what they're going to be experiencing is really – uh, what my li- what the lifestyle is, what the lifestyle is that will ensure that you are going to be living a life of wellness and and longevity, and um, it's a hands on you know in the moment. This is this is what you get up in the morning and eat. You know this is what you get up in the morning and you prepare for your lunch. This is what your dinner should look like. And then I'm also going to be offering them the um, the um, experience of local healers that even I go to as a as an herbalist. You know, there are people that I go to. There's a certain yoga teacher I go to. There's a certain gentleman here in Atlanta that teaches something called lymphatic manipulation and emotional release. These are all like exercises. And um, there's a there's a sister here in Atlanta by the name of Tasili Maat, 
and she has a raw food restaurant here in Atlanta, Georgia, because what we find is when people are in their, on their, in their healing journey, one of the main things that people have difficulty with, even when they do an herbal regimen, is, is in, in the midst of doing that, people always want to know, okay, if I'm going to be giving up all of these things that I've been raised on, which are basically uh, what parrots or what mirrors the standard American diet pyramid, then what am I going to replace it with? So, um, Tassili's Raw, yeah, her restaurant is called Tassili's Raw Reality, and it's in the West End, and and, and she has a wonderful menu of raw dishes. So she's going to also, yeah, this is going to be something, this is also going to be what people will be experiencing when they come to Atlanta, Honduras. Can I interject briefly? (laughs) Yes. On my my way home this evening, so this was roughly an hour ago, I was in the same space. I'm on a train. A young brother Uh approaches me and he's like, yo, Uh man, Thank you for everything that you do. He was like, I just got, I just want you to get one message through the Mama Pill. Yeah. I was like, okay, because we're going to have her on the radio tonight. He was like, man, for me and my family, can you ask her, can she please do a YouTube where she goes to the, to the, to the market and shows us what to eat and she shows us how to oh, eat. Oh yeah, he I was have like, done that before. He was like, That's out there. He was like, you wouldn't, he was like, you would not believe you know, how difficult it is for people that want to make the transition, but they don't have any idea or clue how to make the food now. Wow. To Brother Polite's credit, yeah, he showed people, he went to Whole Foods and, you know, he showed them some some um, some selections. You know what I mean? He spoke about red yeah. kale and people have been, they've been looking for red kale ever <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, there's nobody a, there's found a red kale. There's a piece of footage out somewhere uh, where I did that here in Atlanta. I went to the D Farmers Market. It probably I probably did it about three or four years ago, but it shows yeah. me showing people like the green leafy foods and some of the grains and. But you know that's something that's they, something they want, that yeah. it could be well it could be updated. But like yeah, when they want the full to, experience, you sourcing right. the produce and preparing right, right. it. Step by well, step, they they, they, will, they nannies want to see it, their wives want to see yes, it, their children yes. want to see it. Right. People want to make so this listen, transitional listen, jump. We'll be yeah. we'll be able we'll be able from the location in Atlanta. Yes, we'll be able mm-hmm. to do workshops from from the Atlanta Honduras Healing House. Uh, Excellent. Because we can we can we can you yeah because we can stream we can live stream these things. You see, so mm-hmm. people can have the experience in in the comfort of their home, own home. But what also would we like? I'd like people to come to Atlanta, because as I said, Atlanta has a lot of local healers here. That uh, say people in people in in, in 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 a lot of the states don't know about. So, but when you come yes. here, that'll be part of that'll be part of what we offer. The you know exposing people, introducing to people to these other healers. Because what I what I what I know from my own experience is that herbal tonics are not the only that they're not the sole thing that heals. That that's one of the components of healing. 
Right. See? Because you, 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 you know, because I've, I've watched people over the years that, you know, they've been on their healing journey and they, they, they were of the mindset that all I have to do is drink a, drink a tonic, but they drink, they drink the tonic, then they, they never learn how to do the food right. They, then, then they start abusing the tonics because they don't get the food right. So they will relapse back to eating some of the things that have caused the disease and the imbalance in the first place. And then they'll just say, oh, but I'll just cleanse out. I'll eat it, but I'll just use the cleanser and I'll just clean myself out, which is, which is not what that's for, you see. Or I know people that they'll use tonics, but they'll never, they never exercise. Uh-huh. You, you see what I'm saying? Or they never they never concentrate on breath or getting their their breathing their breathing breath healthy and well and balanced. Uh-huh. You see, so it it's a it's a combination of things that that ensure well being and longevity. And right. so I just want yeah, so I just want people to be able to come to the Atlanta Healing House. Mm-hmm. And, ex- and experience that, or when we do live streaming workshops and demonstrations, and even when we have guests, we can we can we can have the streaming where people could be a part of the whole experience until they're able to come themselves. So, so how can um, people get involved? We, yeah. So what? So how? So how people can get involved is uh, we had we had a a housewarming, a soft opening on um, Thursday, May 5th. And we're going to have an a, a opening for the public on Monday, May 23rd. So people people can call. I'm going to, shall I give the number now? Yes. Yeah, people can call 424 Two zero zero five four six nine. That's four two four two zero zero five four six nine. And on Facebook, they can um, they'll be able to go on Facebook tomorrow. We we were we were working on posting pictures and information about the Atlanta Healing House today, but my uh, the photographer who attended on Thursday, May 5th, her car, car, she had car problems today, so she got, she broke down on the highway, so she got all involved with being towed and everything. So tomorrow on my, on um, my personal Facebook page, which is Thomas, they'll be able to go and see pictures, of Atlanta Healing House, and then it'll also be able to get the, um, you know, additional information about when we're going to have the public opening on Monday, May 23rd, um, because uh, if people can come, you know, from other states, we, we'd like um, people to come from wherever they are hearing the show tonight. We want um, folks to come and be a part of that grand opening event. Indeed. So there it is. We're gonna put the call out. You know what I'm saying? And 
work on some advertisement so we could get it around the social networks. I'm sure that right. people would be right. more than interested to attend, see what it's all about, because right. I can't tend to tell you how many people speak to me about the difficulties that they have getting to Honduras, you know. Yeah. But well, general that's consensus why, that's why is that, yeah. Well, that's why we're doing it, because there there are many reasons why people don't get to Honduras. I, you know, I, I don't want to get into all of all of them. However, this is, I mean, you know, here we are. We're in Atlanta, we're in Atlanta Georgia. It's this is some place where people can get to. It's, it's, you it's know, accessible. Can, yes. It's accessible. Yeah, and they don't have to deal with a passport. They don't have to deal with the. Uh, uh, a new country, the politics of the country, any of that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, Language you know, you... Exactly, exactly. And, wait, wait. And, Hold on. I think, uh, Red, what, what you keep saying is the murder capital. Oh, well, <laughs> we don't need to get into the world. We, <laughs> I know it is. However... It a, um, the government is... Um, right. Right, it's but then economic, economically it makes sense too for, for our our people in our community because when I talk to people, they say the average trip, people who have gone to Honduras, they said the average trip can cost $6,000. That's airfare, and that's like a week's stay. And um, it won't be anywhere near $6,000 to come to Atlanta, Honduras. So, you know, people, it winds up being a little bit more economical to have a place for people within the United States. Can I ask you a so, question? Um, yes. Okay. Um, currently in the community, there's, well, let me, let me rewind the tape. Today on Facebook, mm-hmm. there was an mm-hmm. explosion of news articles about the current oh. status of Atlanta, um, Georgia, right. being the HIV capital yeah. of the world. Right. And I'm rolling the dice because I was a, um, a resident of Atlanta for three mm-hmm. years. So I'm just rolling the mm-hmm. dice, and I'm saying that it is a rise of promiscuity, uh, unprotected sex mm-hmm. amongst heterosexual mm-hmm. couples because mm-hmm. of the rise in prostitution, the strip club culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as the rise in homosexuality because of mm-hmm. mainly the men mm-hmm. participating in anal sex and other mm-hmm. things that are, you know, disease ridden, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Now. All right. Well, ho- I want to. Oh, no, no. You, okay, go ahead. Finish. And then no, one at a time. Finish. I'll let you touch on that. Well, okay. Now. Um. I saw that post on Facebook, so I don't, I don't, I, I saw the news anchor reporting it. Now, generally, when you see the news, you see any of the the, the major news station reporting something like that, it's about ten to fifteen years old. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Okay, so Atlanta has had that status over 15 years ago. That's what I'm saying. It's not. Okay. It, this is it's all new. It's just, it's just getting out. But but as far as as far as statistics, as far as experience, as far as 
what the what the hostels have been dealing with. It's it's this is it's 15 years ago that they knew that this was known. Now, the reason why I'm going to say that is because 15 about 15 years ago, I was working um, from time to time with a. Um, a midwife in New York City, uh, many of us know her son, A.A. A. Rashid, and um, she and I used to collaborate together as far as, um, he, you know, working with people. So she told, she she made me aware 15 years ago of the, of the epidemic of herpes. Because she was a midwife, and she used a lot of these young ladies would come to her, and they had herpes, so they they couldn't get pregnant, or they were trying to get they were trying to see if there was any way they could cure themselves of herpes before they conceived. You see, so when I started doing my work here in Atlanta as an herbalist, because I was in New York fifteen years ago, I was really working in New York, out of New York, but then. Probably uh, 10 years ago, I, I started working here in Atlanta, actually seeing clients. And the young ladies and, and the young men who were 40 and younger, almost every other person who called me had herpes. And this was over 10 years ago. So all I'm saying is that when someone is diagnosed with herpes and then they have it for 10 years and they're going to, they're, they're, they're on the standard allopathic treatment, that treatment is not a cure. And that treatment is not, the treatment that the allopathic physician recommends doesn't change the person's behavior. And it doesn't even really teach them why they have been infected with the virus in the first place, you see? So all that happens there is that that situation gets worse in the person, and the immune system is just constantly, um, it's just, it's, after a period of time, it's just overwhelmed to the point where it just isn't working and functioning proficiently anymore. So the person is going to be susceptible to almost anything invading them and using them as a host and weakening the entire body and all the functions of the body. You see? So so for them to say that there's an epidemic of HIV, they're, they're saying that there's an epidemic and people showing up with an immune system that's not that's not working uh, proficiently. And it's like, why is that? What what is the behavior that all these people have in common that there's this epidemic? What are they doing? Yes, hello. Yeah, do you hear me? Yes, I hear you. Yeah, right. question right. you asking. Yeah. No, I no, I was saying yeah, I'm saying I'm saying there's an epidemic of HIV in Atlanta. So I'm saying what what is it that they that so many people are doing that they have in common that this is now the diagnosis? 
What are people doing? I would say irresponsible, irresponsible <laughs> sexual behaviors. Well, listen, I'm, I'm, I was, I was, at, I was at, I was in the West End last week, and I was sitting down, you know, because you know there's these tables outside, so it was a nice, warm summer day, and I was sitting down. So this, this sister walked up to me. She's getting ready to have this uh, event in the woods. Uh, it's like a you know a, a healing event in the woods, and so she was sitting down and she was inviting me to attend, and she gave me you know like a a, a flyer. And then we started talking about a few things, and um, I don't know how we got on the topic, topic, but we did. So she says, "Oh, because she you know she calls me oh mama pills." She said, "Um, there's a whole uh." like demographics of young ladies that are very sexually free, you know, they, they, they call themselves sacred whores. So I, at first I thought she was using some fancy, maybe Sanskrit name or something that I didn't know about. And I said, sacred what? She said, they call themselves sacred whores. So my mind said, she's not saying whore, like, like, how I how I know what I know the word to mean that's impossible. So then I looked at her and I said, "Sweetheart, what what is that? What are you saying? What's the second word?" She said, "Whore." You know, like in a hoe. I said, "Are you serious?" She said, "Oh yeah." They, I said, "There's a group of ladies that go around calling themselves sacred whores," and she said, "Yes, they consider themselves whores, but they're sacred whores." Mm-hmm. And they're very promiscuous. Yes, they consider, I don't want to be. But they they consider their pro, promiscu promiscu that that behavior right. Yeah, they consider it sacred. Yes, and yes. healing. And I said, mm-hmm. "Are you serious?" I said, "Now come on." She said, "I'm here to tell you." And I had never heard of it. I had I had no idea that this was going on. And this goes on in Atlanta. It's like a huge demographics of young girls, and this is what they are. And they just they just sleep it ain't only with Atlanta. men. Well, I, I mean, I don't I don't even know where it's happening. I'm here in Atlanta, and this was my reference point. You see, right. and so and so. They stay sexually active with many men doing all sorts of sexual acts. So I'm like, we 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 don't have to figure out why why there's a epidemic in herpes because they're not talking about the epidemic in herpes and the STDs. They're not talking about the epidemic in chlamydia. They're not talking about all of that. But all of that is the prerequisite of the other more serious things like HIV and then eventually AIDS. I was telling Red that um, this weekend I had the honor of viewing a lecture from Dr. Joe Pukrum. It was recent. It was 2000. In 16, I think January, mm-hmm. and she I was speaking her, about like, an maybe, experience. I saw her three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here in she told me <clears throat> she was speaking about an experience she had with her and Juanique, where 
day at Grady Memorial Center. Oh, and yes. they were in the building and they, they yeah. had to use the bathroom. She had and to they use went, the bathroom, yeah. Yeah, they went into the basement, mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. some winding stairs, past these buckets mm-hmm. and everything. Almost mm-hmm. like it sounds like out of the, like it's out of the Marvel universe or something. You know, you go all sci-fi the way down. Movie. Yeah, some sci-fi movie type mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. and all the way at the bottom, they had mm-hmm. a cordon-off research center, mm-hmm. and this research center was for African American male testosterone mm-hmm. and prostate research. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. what was she's maybe, you know, speaking to which can't necessarily be proven just by mm-hmm. conjecture alone, but they mm-hmm. are studying, you know, effectively how they can weaken the testosterone level in men in mm-hmm. that particular region of Atlanta's ground zero because I you know, I, I can't help but <clears throat> when I'm near I'm mindful, I'm I'm very observant. So when mm-hmm. I get on MARTA you know, I see posters advertising mm-hmm. things, uh, modalities that you don't see nowhere else in the country. Mm-hmm. They they mm-hmm. have um, tests, you know what I'm saying, you know, volunteering mm-hmm. tests. Come in and get paid for this volunteer, like mm-hmm. the Tuskegee shit yeah, on steroids. True. It's constantly yeah, taking it place out there, okay? Yeah. And the CDC, all of that, Emory, right. all here. of that is They're lined here. up. It's not only there, they're all on, yeah, right on when Moreland Ave turns to Ponce Mm -hmm. and you go straight down. All of them are right next to each other, across the street. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fox News, all of that, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this level of experimentation that the good old boys, okay, Mm -hmm. are conducting Mm -hmm. in the epicenter Mm -hmm. of Atlanta, Phil often says people think Atlanta is a black city because of its population. But the KKK mm-hmm. is the is the uh, the landlords. They just live on mm-hmm. the outskirts, okay. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. been, or well, we've seen for ourselves by I ain't gonna speak on that. But let's just say we've been privy to uh, run into rituals and things of that nature taking place, and mm-hmm. it's a very esoteric element of things that are taking place mm-hmm. in Atlanta that people are not mm-hmm. mindful of that right. shows me that the people that are in control are very much in control. And that right. shit is an experiment right. out there. So yes. when I see yes. these stories coming out and I see these figures, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, it's a it's an old story, first of all. Right, right. If they're telling people that now it's old. Right. You now, know, can you imagine, can you imagine in 1985, 86, when Fabian, um, my aunt and I opened up the Usha Herbal Research Institute at 616 Pacific Street in Brooklyn, um, uh, the, 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 the black community was just hearing about the uh, epidemic of AIDS. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that, that's what was happening then in New York City. Right. So, um, so we're just having sort of like a repeat of that, but it's now in Lan- it's Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, so of course, you know, um, I haven't really heard 
the public reaction to it because I just saw the post today and I haven't really been like out and about like in the, the black churches and in the black community because Atlanta's kind of it the, the culture of it here is very different than New York City um, but what I do know is this is that it doesn't have to be an epidemic because there are cures for HIV. There's cures for what they call acquired immune deficiency syndrome. So we we know that to be a fact. So the work should be <coughs> as they posted, which is going to um, alert the Atlantic uh, population on what to do about it, and we already know what that is, allopathic treatment, but then we can get on public media or uh, social the social network, and we can inform the people that they are cures for these things. Yes. Mhm. Well, we'll be down there for the Malcolm X Fest, which is next weekend, I believe, and we mm-hmm. need to go on the media blitz. You know right. Saying? Right. Yeah. We need and to go on the media um, blitz. I w- we need to use that and as the I'm also. Yeah, I'm also inviting you and your brother uh, to uh, attend Atlanta, Honduras on Monday, March 23rd, um, because I'm also inviting people. Now that event is going to begin eight o'clock in the morning, and it's going to it's going to exist throughout the day. And what we're going to be offering, of course, is people will be able to come in and see the facility. Um, we have we have a garden growing in in. Um, in in the uh, the backyard, and uh, we it really we really we really have the we really have the 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 woods in the backyard. <laughs> I mean because it's it's wild, and it you just wouldn't think that you would see the woods in someone's backyard the way it exists at twelve six six Linwin Lane, uh, Southeast Atlanta. And um, so in the course of the day, we're going to have different practitioners that I'm going to be working and collaborating with. They'll be there um, doing doing workshops, and, um, and so we'll post on Facebook some of those local healers that are going to come and do demonstration. Uh, Tasili Ma'at of, of um, Tasili's Royal Reality, she'll be doing a cooking demonstration. And then Baba Ari, he's going to be coming to do, um, he's going to be coming to do what I described earlier. He has an exercise called lymphatic manipulation and emotional, uh, one that's called emotional release. So he'll be he'll be doing that in the morning, and then um, the the other the other workshops. Ooh, the other workshops, the other workshops, they'll be going on throughout the course of the day too. Of which I hope you and your brother will be uh, offering to do uh, one um, before the uh, eight o'clock hour is over. Yes. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Yes. Well, I look forward to it. Um, you know, we'll be down there that weekend. So okay. I think that uh, it's definitely something that we're going to get a good opportunity to promote with a good amount of people, the Malcolm X Fest. Yeah. And 
you know, as well as with these social networks, um, beginning with this show here tonight. So yeah. I see nothing well, but success you know, in the future because right. we definitely know that it's needed. Yeah. Well, you know what I say, you know, I, I wouldn't panic about that, about that news report about there being a rise. I wouldn't panic about that because we know, we know there's a cure for AIDS. We know that there's a cure for HIV. We know that because <laughs> we, we, we've right. helped, we've helped many people to, to heal Perverse. from those right. various diseases. So, so the timing is perfect. <laughs> yeah. For Atlanta, Honduras, because we'll be able to help the the the, the people in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, it's an to opportunity to help. Yourself. Exactly, exactly. Can I ask a so second I'm, part of the question? Yeah. I mean, because I know that the time is very short. Um, <clears throat> there's a scandal taking place in the community. I'm not sure if you heard about it or not, but I'm gonna get right to it. Yeah. What would what would the remedy be for someone who is a pedophile? What would the remedy be for a victim of sexual molestation and abuse who may have been penetrated as a young man or a young woman who have, may have been, her innocence may have been taken from her at a young well, age and... Um, there, okay, so so okay, so I mean, what I have what I have learned over the years because I I had I had attempted molestation happen to me. It didn't. It didn't. The whole act didn't happen. Yeah. And I can say that one of the things that started my healing was the was first of all I had to forgive the person. Because forgiveness is the key. You have to, you can't go, you can't go, you cannot accomplish anything without forgiveness first. You have to forgive yourself as well as the person. And the forgiving of the other person is more for yourself than it is for the other person. That's number one. Then what follows after that are many different things because there are many tools that have to be used to help the one that has uh, taken advantage and the one that has been taken advantage of. There, there are different tools that have to be used because part of that pain and that shame and that suffering, it has the body store people. What we learned about the body is that people store experiences on many different levels. They store the experience, whether it be a good experience or a bad. So, of course, with molestation, that's not generally a good experience. That's a bad experience for people. And and so and so they, they, they store that hurt and that pain. So um, I was mentioning earlier that one of, one of the healers that are going to be present on Monday, May 23rd, is an elder by the name of Baba Ari, and he has a he has an exercise called emotional release and lymphatic manipulation that when he takes you through these movements and this consciousness, he's able to help people release 
pain and hurt that's been stored in the body's psyche, in the body's muscles and tissues for years. And it's amazing to see it actually working in the moment that people are doing it. So those wow. are two those are two things that that I that I you know I'm 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 able to say tonight on the program because you know there are other things but you know we 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 have a certain amount of time and I and I can definitely tell you those two tools are effective tools and and they they are effective immediately you don't have to wait around for 30 days or 45 days or 6 months those things that I just mentioned, the forgiveness and the the exercise that this elder has created work immediately on the individual. Uh-huh. Okay? All right. So, that, so, so that's another reason why I'd like you I want you to come to attend so that you can you can um participate in this experience so that Indeed. you can know firsthand what I'm talking about. Okay, we'll be there. Yes, okay. So this is why this is also why we want to use we want to use the technology because for people who can't make it we want to be able to use those platforms that make it possible for people to um, experience what we have to offer, all these therapeutics, you know, even if they can't come to Atlanta, they'll be able to see it, you know, um, you know, anywhere within the United States or anywhere within um, the, 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 um, the range of which, you know, streaming reaches. So like I said, all that information we're going to post on Facebook and on all the um, social medias. So people will have all the details about when, where, how, okay, um, before before um, Monday, March 23rd. And again, people yes. can call us directly uh, at 424-200-5400. Indeed. Okay. Yes. Right. Thank you, as always. And we look forward to it. I definitely look forward to it. You know what I'm saying, myself? Mm-hmm. Yes. And, um. Well, you haven't yeah, been here I, in Atlanta I, I, for, you and your brother haven't been to Atlanta for some time now. And I, I have people asking me about you guys all the time. So this would be a very nice opportunity for you guys to turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I dream about okay. it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Uh, like I said, I look forward to it. Yes. You know? Yes. Okay. All right. But like I said, I want people to go on Facebook. And whatever we we post on my Facebook page, you know, I'm going to post, I'm going to tag you so that you can then tag your followers. And then that way people will be informed. Absolutely. Okay. I got it. Okay. All right. So I understand that your, I understand your brother is coming on now, um, KT? Yes. Okay. All right, so um, I guess I'll, you know, I'll I'll stay on just to, to listen to what 
KT has to say. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. All right. All right. Okay. Okay, Mother. Um, I don't trying to figure out how to segue into the second part. Well, you've heard from the mother. <laughs> now you can hear well, from her. Well, that's how you do it. Cub. You heard from the mother, so now yeah. you're going to hear from her youngest son. Yes. It's a family affair. <laughs> it's a family affair, you know. So this youngin goes by the name of KT the Arc Degree, and he has an immaculate ability. Um, he's one of the few people on the planet walking on two feet that is able to do what he does. And that is not only the cold music but forecasting to the future by being so astute and looking at the way the energy moves that he's able to predict what stars are going to be cast for what particular role. So in this particular case, in this latest Ooh. Marvel Studios release, Captain mm-hmm. America Civil War, we saw the debut uh-huh. of this character called the Black Panther. Yeah. Okay. And um KT the Arts degree has been very vocal on the arrival of this character into the Marvel Pantheon and mm-hmm. what this character T'Challa represents, you know, coming from the sovereign country of Wakanda. So here in mm. this movie they really spoke about sovereignty and they gave it to mm. you in the form of an Africanist, you know, um, image. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So the majority of this was focused on this particular uh, character who is... Hello? Hello? Hello. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna um I guess I should come out of the queue, right? You could just put your phone on mute. Yeah, okay. You, you, All right. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to do okay. anything. Other okay. Than All right. I'll do that now. Okay. All right. And um Yes. I'll just wait for okay, you're back. Yeah. So, you know, with that being said, and the overlapping themes that were spoken about in this particular movie about civil war, you know, younger versus the elder, these are the same things that we're witnessing in this community at this particular time. And the youth say, we don't have no youth for the elders. They didn't protect us. They're abusing us. They've abused us. You know what I'm saying? They failed us. We don't need them. We'll figure this shit out on our own, okay? And you see it manifest in the way that these women are now choosing their sexual relationships, okay? And there's just a, a, a overarching psychosis that can be identified that has come out of the fact that the youth are disconnected from the elders. And we are in the midst of a civil war in the culture, Okay? So we want to find out what exactly is being by way of Hollywood in these movies and how is it connecting with reality. So if KT the Arts degree is on the phone, I need you to press one 
at this particular time so we can bring you in. Should be in the building. Give me one second. Okay, so no further ado, caller from the 404-492. Welcome to Nota Ledge Radio. Peace. Peace, peace. Greetings to the family. What's going on? How are you, my brother? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Family's in the house. Red, blue. What's yes. up, mama? Yes, this is the first family affair. I'm here. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. What's good, okay. KT? What's going on, Red? I'm going. What's going Young, on? What's going on? Young Wakanda. <laughs> yeah, man, it rolled back around. So, what? Blue blue line drop. Huh? I'm sorry. Say that again. The phone was going in and out. My oh, you can you hear me? Am I clear? Yeah, you good. Okay. Blue line dropped. Yes. He'll be okay. right back. But I'm I'm on air. Everything's good to go. You in the building? Yes. All yes. right. Hey, yo, what's going on? What's going on? All right. So first things first. Let's address what Mama Pill was just on because she was dynamic with what she said. She brought up the fact about the tonics, and we can't all depend just on the herbs and the tonics and forget about the food, but most importantly, the other modalities of healing because we have different bodies that we're healing. We're not just healing the physical body. We have to heal the emotional body. We have to heal the spiritual body, and we have to heal the mental body. Now, what makes this show so dynamic is people look and they see the two um, um, topics that we're speaking on, wondering what does one have to do with the other. See, what you have to realize is the Black Panther, right, owes his power and his work to a deity, a female deity by the name of Basset. Basset translates into she of the ointment jar. What people don't understand is Basset is a healer. She is the healer deity. She's the one that takes the herbs and creates a poultice in order to heal the masses. You see what I'm saying? And she's a cat-headed deity where you have, you have two types of cat-headed deities. You've got the cat-headed deity of Sekhmet that heals through destruction and chaos. But then you have the cat-headed deity of Basset that heals through the proper methodologies of healing, which is going through those four emotional bodies. Now, the, the healing that occurs doesn't just occur by way of a herbal compound and it's physical. It also heals the emotional body. It also heals the spiritual body and it also heals the mental body. So that's why this show actually has something in common because we just had Mama Pill on. Mama Pill is she of the ointment jar. Okay, she is Basset. She is that type of healing energy that, as opening up Atlanta, Honduras, she's going to go about healing people on those four levels, you see. So I just wanted to make sure I put that out there before I begin so people can see what the proper segue was going from Mama Pill, who I owe everything to, to the presentation that I'm about to give you right now. Thank mm-hmm. you.
Hello? I got my phone on mute. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Am I here? Are y'all here? Y'all there? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just need to make sure, just to give everybody kind of a heads up, I'm in transition right now. I'm on the bus. So, um, you know, if I have to say hold on or something like that, that's just because of the, the, the background noise or something like that. And I'm checking in to make sure I'm still online because I don't know if my signal's going to be in and out. But, you know, I got to make sure I get the message to the people tonight regardless. So, um, so yeah, with all that being said, as, as, as just a preliminary, how did y'all, how did y'all like the movie? Man, it was excellent. Very inspirational. Right, right, right. It was it was exactly what what the times are actually expressing to us right now. We we live oh hold on one second. I'm quiet because I have not seen it yet, so that's my disclaimer that I did not view pardon, I did not, pardon me. People, like yeah, I said, see, my disclaimer was right I, I was not able to see Civil War as of yet when I tried to get it this weekend. It was sold out, and my son told me, Amir told me not to watch it without him, so I got to wait, you know? Oh, boy, well, you, you might you might want to put the phone on mute tonight, then. This is spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Now, go in. Spoiler I'm cool with that. Don't, don't caught, let that hold caught, you back, please. I caught the midnight, I caught the midnight debut. You know what I'm saying? To make sure that I had it in my mental. And like I said, it was super inspirational. I've been in the gym every day since. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Black Panther definitely showed up. You know, just seeing a melanated superhero really does something to the psyche. You know, and the entire movie was themed around melanin. So I'm going to let you take it from there. Oh, without a doubt. And as you said, civil war is a civil war within the family structure that's occurring right now because people have different ideologies as they come up in the society and get conditioned and brainwashed by the structure um, that is implanted in us. See, I did an event this weekend in St. Louis called BSAM, Black Speculative Art Movement, that dealt with uh, the theme of Afrofuturism. And in that, I did the Black Panther because he's one of the greatest examples of Afrofuturism. What is Af- well, what is the future? The future is the youth. The future are the children. There is no future without children. Now, how do you create a child? Children are created through procreation by way of copulation between man and woman. But how do you copulate? Well, your body, your 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 fluids. You see what I'm saying? Your blood, your pheromones. Your your stamina, your endurance, your intent has to be resonating with one another in order to create such a miraculous moment as to create a life form. Now, what state is your mind in? What state is your body in? What state is your health in as you decide to create a child, you see? So future, our future depends upon our health right now, not later because we have to take care of ourselves now so that the children that come are prepared for what the future holds. You see what I'm saying? So I wanted to talk about in regards to Afrofuturistic society, that of Wakanda and that of the black family, because that is what um, um, seals the deal of the future coming into existence. Now, the civil war that's occurring right now is the rift that's in between the youth 
and the elders. And the, and the reason why there's a rift is because as the children are being born, there's no foundation for them to stand on, which leads chaos. So they are a reflection of the condition that they're currently in. So we see that as his father gets blown up in a bomb and he has to immediately, immediately, this is, this is the first time he's on some diplomacy, you know, underneath his father. And the minute that he steps out onto this plane in Mount Coop, immediately his father is snatched away. They both can't occupy the same space, so he has to take the, the, the reins of being the king. He has to become the Black Panther now. As he sits outside and he speaks to Black Widow, and Black Widow is, is, is sitting with him, he, he tells you straight up. So it ain't no conjecture. It ain't me reaching. It ain't us trying to fixate Kemet on everything. The character himself said when he was sitting on that bench that we see death a little differently than you do. This kind of a stepping off point where Boston and Sekhmet waits for us in front of the green field. You see what I'm saying? Said it plain as day. So what was he talking about? After he made that statement, he said, but I'm not my father. He was trying to say his father is a peaceful man, a diplomatic man. I am the warrior. I am the hero. I'm not about to play that. And that's the youth. The youth ain't, not, ain't about to sit around here and just take all this garbage that's going on in the world. They, are, they lit and they're fed up with it. So they're going to take all this powerful energy that we have, the Akashic records, the culture, the wisdom, the force that exists here. They're going to pull that up throughout their, their chakra centers and their kundalini, and they're going to do it a little bit different, you know, as the Black Panther let us see. Now, the Black Panther, what is he? And, and what do I mean by Basset? Basset, like I said, is an ancient deity, a nectar of Kemet, who represents she of the ointment jar. She is responsible for the healing of the soul. The black cat represents the black sun, okay? The, the, the healing energies of the sun. So the Aten, like Akhenaten would have, where they would have the sun with the hands reaching from it with onks, that's the Basset energy where the hot, piercing rays or damaging aspects, catastrophic aspects of the sun is represented by Sekhmet. Okay? Now, the Sekhmet Hathor energy is played by Scarlett Johansson. The Neath and Aset energy is played, I mean, the, the, the Hathor Sekhmet energy is played by Scarlet Witch, I'm sorry, Elizabeth Olsen, while the Neath Net or the, the Aset energy is played by Scarlett Johansson. Remember, these are all deities that reflect Basset. This is the source of black man, of, of, of the Black Panther's energy and the Black Panther's power. This is why these are the two individuals that are only able to hold her back, hold him back. And also, the, the, the Black Widow is the only one that ever really is having the conversation with him. She's the first one to have a conversation with him when he shows up on the screen, and every other conversation after that is between the two of them because of who she represents within, within inside the aspects of these netters. All right, now, when you deal with the vibranium, yes, vibranium represents melanin because vibranium represents the metal that absorbs all vibrations. Vibrations are, uh, can be relative to the electromagnetic spectrum and the, hold on one second. Blue, you there? Yes, sir. No doubt. So, so before KT gets on, are yeah. you recommending everybody go see Civil War 
Is it a, is it a go? It's a go. Okay. I'm just not for me oh, per se. I'm nah, just nah. saying for the family in case they were still on the fence. Nah, it's uh, don't go the bootleg route, right? I mean, I I mean, the movie into your your consciousness, however you get it. I'm not advocating, you know, what I'm saying that you go and and boost the budget of Marvel if you could get it by other means. Get it, you know, what I'm saying. Just get the premise of the movie understood and have a level of perspective. See, for me, I saw this movie in the um, the, the the consecutive, uh, uh, you know, the events that were going on this weekend from the press conference to seeing young Farrell do his lecture. You know what I'm saying? I'm able to put everything in perspective just based on me seeing this uprising Hello? of youth. Yes. Yes, I'm back. Sorry about that. Like I said, I'm transporting right now, and I got to deal with all these other extra issues. Um, However, as I was speaking about the whole concept of melanin being um, the molecule that is within inside the skin that is responsible for absorbing all of the frequencies that exist in electromagnetic spectrum from radio to gamma. All those wavelengths represent vibrations, which means if melanin is responsible for absorbing all vibrations, especially sound as well, those vibrations, then if you're dealing with a fictional metal that deals with absorbing all vibrations, then they're one and the same. So every time you hear them talk about vibranium with his shield or vibranium with the suit or vibranium from the country, we're talking about melanin when we talk about that. Another way to drive the point home about melanin is the fact of we have to understand what his powers are. Like, most people don't even know what he can do. They just know he was just bad on the screen. Like, nothing could mess with him. People were shooting him. Bullets was bouncing off. He was running as fast as cars. You know, when he jumped off buildings, he was silent when he landed. Folks was like, what is his powers? Well, the whole movie was centered around super soldier sound, all right? Synthetic versions of melanin and what melanin is capable of doing with inside a body of optimum health. All right. This is what Captain America represents, a synthetic version of the Black Panther. That's why they had their particular type of relationship. See, he got his powers by way of his ancestry and his blood in connection with the plant world through a heart-shaped herb, while Captain America was the product of espionage and governmental lies. The only reason why he was able to accept the, the, the serum at the level that he did was because of the heart he contained inside himself like that. Now, the system that gets heightened um, in regards to the power that the panther possesses is called the proprioception system. Your proprioception system allows you to dictate where your body is and, and relativity, in relativity to the environment you're in, even when your eyes are not fixated on a thing. For example, a football player, a basketball player, um, an Olympian who's doing um, the, 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 the high jump, you see what I'm saying, or a gymnast that has to do three or four flips, their eyes are not able to focus on where they need to be. They cannot depend on their eyes, so they have to, com- they have to depend upon their inner ear and their balance, their equilibrium in relation to the environment, and this is the proprioception system. What ends up happening 
technically is your skin, becomes your pupil. Now, how does that happen? Okay, scientists have proven that rhodopsin is inside of our keratinocytes. Keratinocytes are our skin cells. Rhodopsin is the protein inside our pupils that are that's able to detect black and white light. That is the 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 rod is what is stimulated in the evening hours after the sun sets. You see. So we have rhodopsin in our skin, meaning if we're dealing with a situation where there's darkness or nothing around us, our skin can actually see through the melanin and allow us to to understand where we are in relationship to everything around us. So if I want to flip, if I want to jump, if I want to leap, I don't have to depend on my eyes to do so. I depend on that other sight, which we always talk about with being the third eye. Now, the other system that gets heightened is the mechanoreceptors. Mechanoreceptors are all over our skin, everywhere, all over our body. This is what allows us to, to feel subtle vibrations, the wind, something crawling on our skin, or grip and texture in order to pick something up or put something down, okay? So if a mechanoreceptor, more specifically pristine corpuscles, are the mechanoreceptors inside the ligaments and the tendons that are necessary for um, um, detecting subtle vibrations. And vibranium is a metal that deals with absorbing vibrations. Then we get a better understanding of the science that we're dealing with. And it's not a fictitious tale. What it is is a code letting you know what parts of your body and your system that you need to focus on to become a greater example of a man, because that's all the Black Panther is, the greatest example of a man on the planet in this fictional universe that is Marvel. Let's keep in mind, Wakanda, that nation, the borders have never been breached. These are people that have never been conquered. They're 500 years in the future in technology, and they have to learn how to integrate nature with technology in order to push themselves forward. The name Wakanda was not created by Marvel. Wakanda is the name for the creator over here in the Americas. What makes that so important? Well, the panther is the Heru over here in the Americas. When you come over here to North and Central and South America, you're dealing with the jaguar. You're dealing with the panther, okay? And he has the same energies and the same stories as the Heru, Except in this instance, we're dealing with a pitomat, which is really an image of Asor and the Asorian mythology down in the 25th dynasty of Upper Kemet. Hello? Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I don't know if they're about to jump on this uh, PA system real quick or not. So if I say hold on... Y'all just go ahead and keep it going, and then I'll come back. Right. So we're, we're talking about the priest system of the Pantera, the Pantera priests, which are found right. in South America. These are what predates the uh, quote-unquote Black Panthers, you know, in That's Oakland, right. things of that nature. The priests of Pantera, and as our brother Horace Butler says, he said that uh, Joshua Ben Joshua belonged to the priests of Pantera, he said that you know, the the mythical story that they attribute to a Jesus was an actual figure who was a warrior out here in Brazil, you know, mm-hmm. taking over Horace, you feel me? That's right. He got, he got bars for you, and he'll mop you. So holla at Horace Butler. If you go to the, when, when Rocks Fry Out study group on Facebook, 
You know what I mean? Now, and, uh, like I was saying, we'll be having them back on on Notre Dame soon as well. Please continue. The whole movie was centered around the Super Soldier Serum and all these people that were trying to be synthetic Black Panthers. That's why he was really the center of the movie. You see what I mean? That's what made his role so powerful. The the five super soldiers, it was real important that it was five of them, you see, because the five of them were related to Captain America. Captain America was the only soldier that was able to take the serum. The doctor, Erskine, ended up dying after Captain America got made. So the only other person that was able to crack the code was going to be uh, Tony Stark's father, Howard Stark. So it took him all the way from that point in the 40s to the 60s to the 90s. Remember, it was 91 when the Winter Soldier killed him, um, where they finally cracked the code, and they took it to these five soldiers. Why did they, why did they take it to these five soldiers? Because the five soldiers represented the epigonomal days. It represented the five-pointed star that's on Captain America's shield. It represented those five netters but just in a negative light because, like I said, the whole movie was about a synthetic version of what the Captain, what, what Black Panther possessed inside of him. And Captain America was responsible for those deviations because they were a product of him. You see what I'm saying? They were a product of, of, of the Golden Now, why why was there such a relationship between the Winter Soldier and Black Panther? Why was Black Panther after him? Of course, he was supposedly responsible for killing his father, but that's not what it was. It was a deeper meaning. See, in 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 the winter months, when we look up in the cosmos, when we look up at the sky, the most brightest star in the sky we're going to see is Sirius. Sirius is within Canis Major and Canis Minor, right, which is the dog star. But it is a part of a constellation connected to a larger constellation called Orion. Orion is the hunter. If you look at the Narmer palette, Orion is in that same position that Narmer is on on the Narmer palette. And when you look at the hunter, you look at his shoulder. He has a son there called Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is the red star that is the shoulder of the hunter. Okay, what is the Winter Soldier? Okay, the Winter Soldier is the hunter. What does he have on his left shoulder? He has a red star, okay? So he represents an Asaurian mythology as well because, remember, he's an offshoot of Captain America also. This is why the Panther and him had the relationship so strong because he's representing epitomon, that Asaurian uh, aspect, while the Winter Soldier is representing a star in his underworld aspect. And that's why at the end of the movie, he ended up getting um, the Winter Soldier and putting him underground in the underworld because he possesses him. He's his aspect. He's responsible for him, you see, and they played that also throughout the movie. Now, earlier when I was talking about um, the Black Widow and her relationship with him, remember, she's not just us. And, and the Black Madonna, as I said over the previous, she's niece or net. This is why uh, Iron Man and Hawkeye call them Nat. You see what I'm saying? Because Nat is Neith, and Neith is the weaver. The weaver is the spider. She's Black Widow. You see, she's the one that connects every universe. You see? And if you notice, they kind of bowed Black Widow out. You see, by the end of the movie, she 
and like exited stage left and they brought the other spider in. Okay, how all of a sudden Marvel gets the rights back to Spider-Man and now they bring a Spider-Man into the universe because that also represents Denise energy being passed on to the other Spidey because that was the, actually the last scene of the movie after the credits because there were two post-credit scenes. The last credit scene was actually Anansi at the very end, you know what I'm saying, shooting the web up at the ceiling. You know, so you have, if you look at Black Widow's belt, it has Neath's uh, symbol on it. You see what I'm saying? So you see all of these relationships between the deity, um, Neath, the weaver that Black Widow possesses. And like I said, a Black Widow with spiders. So it's as simply put as that. Um, lastly, she has red hair. Red hair is the lower crown, the crown. And if you look at Neath, before she was known as a creatrix, she was a hunter, the same way the Black Widow is. The same arrows that are on Neath's emblem and Neath's logo are the same stingers that the Black Widow uses when she's fighting. And, and she wore the red crown of Lower Kemet. That's what she wore on her head, the same way the Black Widow has red hair. Um, so you see those characters. As I spoke before, Scarlett Johansson is Het Haru and Sekhmet. Uh, they were, uh, that deity was married to the Netter Ptah. You see, and you see that played by the character Vision, see, and they have their relationship going on in the compound where he is the protector. When they, it was the dynamic between, um, um, it was the dynamic between Vision, uh, Scarlet Witch, and, and, and Hawkeye. Now, anytime you see Hawkeye, you have to keep in mind that it's the eye of Heru. He represents precision. You see what I'm saying? Now, what is Hathor's comedic name, Het Heru? What does Het Heru turn into House of Heru? So if he's Hawkeye and she's the House of Heru, then it wouldn't be a coincidence that every time we see those two characters, they're always confined in a very small square space, whether it was in the Avengers or whether it was in this one. And he's always the help or he represents the eye of Heru to give her greater insight into herself to turn her from the Hathor into the Sekhmet character. Okay? So she was able to do that again and incited the Sekhmet in her to go against Vision in order to break out the compound and what did he what did she do to Vision? She turned Vision into like a rock because remember he's Pata. He stands on the square. He's the foundation or the Peter which built uh, the rock where the church was built from. You see what I'm saying? This is why he went down into the earth. Um, the beginning of the movie started off with the action sequence of Brumlow, who's now Crossbones, right? And he's robbing, um, he's breaking into like a CDC in Nigeria to get a biological weapon of disease in Africa. Now, what was that all about? Well, like I told you, Basset, remember, she she of the ointment jar. At the end of that fight, Wakandans got killed because they were in that building doing humanitarian work. Now, because the because the people from Wakanda got killed, that's why the 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 King T'Chaka got involved with the UN to take accountability for their actions, especially since their vibranium was the one responsible for lifting up Sokovia in the first place. You see, so they steal this biological weapon and they get thwarted. They get they get stopped by Nice and Red Wing, which is the fucking aspect of the character who is Falcon. 
Peace. Hello? Yeah. I'm here. Okay. KC, you here? His line drop. Yeah. Let's wait for me to come back. Yeah. That, hold on. <laughs> what we? Give him his obligatory. Come on, man. Oh, no. Obligatory. I'm talking to you. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I appreciate it. But but you know, um it's it's just so interesting, man. Like yeah. I've been on this, but, I mean, on this yeah, road like, to Wakanda. You've been on the road to Wakanda, man, and like I said, I've never seen them in any um you know, movie setting for that manner give our people a look like that. You know what I'm saying? The Wakandans were on the humanitarian mission. Their spilled blood brought the whole UN to the mat. You feel me? They're like, nah, you have to answer for this. Like, this ain't no regular blood. This is Wakandan blood. That's right. That's right. The sovereign, a sovereign nation. That's right. That's right. Remember, remember he was called your highness through the whole movie. He was not arrested. He went where he wanted to go. He had to. He answered to no one. Yet he was humble. You see what I'm saying? So, like I said, he's a he's he's a powerful example. And you know, when we're talking about the youth, you know, we're talking about pop culture. They're they're attracted to the movies. They're attracted to the cartoons. They're attracted to the music and the video games. So, if there's ever something that can give them empowerment inside um, that comes out of society, it becomes a plus. And this is one of the first characters that we have in pop culture that actually incite, you know, proper development in a young man's mind in regards to a role model. And, and, and what makes it so much more powerful is he's not fictitious because he's based on our ancient ancestry and the proof is on the wall. Hello. Can you hear me? Okay, just making sure. Like I said, I gotta keep making sure y'all there, cause I'm on, I'm on this road right now. Right. So, like I said, there's so many aspects to this movie that makes it dynamic. Just the whole concept of the accords at all. What are the accords? Well, they're like, okay, y'all are superheroes. Bet now, and 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 Vision, Vision even created the equation for it. He's like, look, for every action is equal and opposite reaction. If you have enhanced individuals popping up, then you're going to have enhanced uh, challenges that are going to come into existence, which then is going to give birth to more enhanced individuals. You see, and at some point, there has to be accountability. As people are blowing up buildings and, and levitating cities, people are going to die. So who's going to answer for that? Now we get into the Hegelian dialectic by the government with problem response solution. You see what I'm saying? So they have the accords as a solution to what they deem is the problem. But the problem is in them, you see? So now you have the guy who is called Captain America who represents what? The Constitution. He represents the government. 
he represents their policies and their orders and their statutes because he's captain of the Americas. But guess what? He doesn't agree with the um, with the Patriot Act. You see what I'm saying? He doesn't wear. He doesn't. He doesn't sit well with the Superhuman Registration Act or the Sokovia Accords. You know because signing your signing yourself away, signing away your inalienable rights, or 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 through acquiescence, allowing colonizers in order to take your 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 wealth. You see what I'm saying? And your land and your resources. You know you don't want to do that. You know, so that's what the battle was all about. And you're able to see the different aspects of the people that exist inside uh, the movie because you have the three different types of black men. You have the Falcon, you have War Machine, and then you have the King. You got the Black Panther, you see? And these are the different types of black men that are in society right now. When you're dealing with War Machine, War Machine is the super slave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's the 14th Amendment cat. He don't got no problem slaving it out for Tony Stark doing whatever he asked him to. This is why he got castrated at the end. He was weighed by vision, and he got blasted. His heart got taken out. And when his heart got taken out, he was castrated. Now he like Professor X on some Magneto stuff. You see what I'm saying? Then you got Falcon, who represents this other type of black man who, you know, he's a little bit more aggressive. He doesn't, like, follow all the orders, but he still has to hang around society. He's still dependent upon the comforts that society has to offer, and that's what Sam Wilson's character is. Matter of fact, Sam Wilson, like I told y'all when I broke down Captain America, um, um, uh, the last one, the Winter Soldier, I talked about how Sam Wilson is Uncle Sam. Like, that's Uncle Sam's name. The guy, the white guy with the top hat that's pointing at you, talking about, we want you for, for, for the Army. His name is Sam Wilson. This is who they named the cat after. You see what I'm saying? So then you have that type of black man in society who's kind of breaking free a little bit, but he's still comfort. He's kind of straddling the fence, you know. Then last but not least, you got the Sovereign. You got the free national. You see what I'm saying? And that's what we have with T'Challa, okay? This is the guy who has to answer to nobody because he is the land. He is the highest commodity. He knows his inalienable rights. He knows where he can go, and he possesses the power and the force. Why? Because it's grounded in Wakanda. He's grounded in the creator. He's grounded in the spirit, and he uses his melanin to his most optimum point. And existence, you see what I'm saying? So you have the three aspects of the psychosis of the black man in society played out right in front of us on the screen. Because the same way that the Black Panther Party was created out of the civil rights movement, tell me why we have the Black Panther emerging out of the Civil War movie. Yeah, Hello. lightning strikes and then thunder claps. <laughs> Look, same lightning strikes. Lightning strikes and then the thunder claps, man. So the the other aspect was the fact that the Black Panther represented the feminine energy because he's representing the feminine power into the movie. You saw how powerful they portray Black Widow in the movie. How how um, remember Scarlet Witch's thing was he she was getting kept at home 
prevented from going out. He was trying to cook. He couldn't even cook the stuff right, so she was forced to cook. She didn't. She didn't need to be at home. She needed didn't need to be locked inside the compound. She needed to be free. So it was a it was a, it was a liberating movie. Okay, that's why they had the strong black woman telling uh, Scarlett Johansson to move or be moved. You see, it was liberating. Bassett is a female deity. Neat is a female deity. This is why the Falcon was beefing with him in the car, like, oh, so you rocking with cats, huh? Because we all know dogs are males and cats are females. You see, so that played through the whole movie as well with that whole thing and the father dying. You see what I'm saying? The father dying. So it's talking about empowering the woman. So the woman energy is going to become a lot more dominant in Marvel because they're going to come out with the Captain Marvel movie. Black Widow is going to get her standalone movie. So they have that strong feminine energy um, coming forth, coming forth into the film as well. You know, um, um, what was I going to get into next? The, the, oh yeah. And then lastly, to, to drive the female energy home, when we dealt with, when we got introduced to Tony Stark in the movie, he was doing the hippocampus virtual reality. Um, 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 what's it called? Uh, Oculus Rift joint. You see what I'm saying? Where he, where, yeah, he did the, he, he did the Oculus Rift with the hippocampus where he tapped into this hippocampus to access a memory of the last but night he saw his parents. Did that scene, he awarded all the students um, a, a um, he awarded all the students scholarships and approving, yeah, an endowment and uh, approving all of their, their science projects and everything that they were studying. So when he got done saying it, the teleprompter said, um, now introducing Pepper Potts but they weren't together anymore, so he didn't he didn't say it. So instead what he said was, go break some eggs. Now, why would you make that statement? Then when he walks outside, he's about to go into the men's bathroom, but he changes his mind. He doesn't open the door. He goes to the elevator instead because, remember, Iron Man represents a child. He's a big baby. Aries is the first sign of the Zodiac. Aries is Mars. Mars is war. He is a child. He represents baby Heru. He represents the Heru that's conflicted and has set growing out his neck. That's why as much good as he does, he always destroys everything. Also, when you spoke about the effeminate nature of Iron Man, of course we know Iron is F.E., dealing with female. And they got Robert Downey Jr., you know, somebody who was like a Charlie Sheen back in his day. We ain't gonna speak oh, yeah, on it, yeah, but I'm yeah. old enough to you already remember. Know he's swinging. You know, yeah, he's a swinger. Yeah, yeah, he's a swinger. So he had the Mister Softy shirt on, Mr. right? Softy. In that scene, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Mister Softy. I was like, wow, look at this. KT. They played it out, and then and then when when Alfie Woodard met him in the by the elevator, she said, "Yeah, break all the eggs you like." She called him out because he represents that mass, the masculine energy, the patriarchy, the big, the missiles, the guns. He's a weapons dealer. You see what I'm saying? So she was calling him out on that, um, calling him out on that point. So anytime he's in a relationship with a woman in any of his movies, the woman always has more of a motherly role than a spousal role with him. You see what I'm saying? And when you look back at the scene where him and Captain America fought at the end and Captain America took his heart out, stopped his suit, when he sat there, he sat he sat like a woman. The, 
curve the curves of his armor was feminine. He almost looked like famous from Metroid. You know what I'm saying? So they they play that they play that as well. You know what I'm saying? So I found that quite interesting how they kept playing on the whole egg. Every time you hear egg, you have to think I said because that's I said Metroid is the egg. You know the oval that represents giving birth that represents the sacred woman. Okay, so we got the dynamic of 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 Tata and Sekhmet slash Hathor with Vision and 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 uh, Scarlet Witch. You had the Hawkeye energy come in. You got the dynamic of the Falcon, War Machine, and the Panther. You got the dynamic of um, um, Black Widow and the Panther. You see what I'm saying? You got all these different dynamics playing out, and all you see is African cosmology just regurgitated on the screen. You see what I'm saying? On and on and on again. So you got to make sure that you do not sign away your inalienable rights. You don't need to sign up the accords. You know, they're going to use blood and they're going to use um, um, empathy as a means to try and get people to go against their better judgment. You know, when they were arguing in the room and Iron Man tried to use the example of how he gave up, you know, selling all the war uh, weapons and things like that, Captain America was like, dude, you decided to do that. That's the point. You see what I'm saying? They got to trust us and know that we're going to make proper decisions. You see what I mean? We can't just acquiesce all our power away to a bunch of men. You see what I'm saying? Because essentially they're gods. You see? So what are they answering to people who are inadequate? Why do we want to listen to people who are inadequate when compared to us, there's no reason why we should be following somebody who can't even view the universe with the same uh, perspective that we can on our worst day. You see what I'm saying? So that's what he was trying to say. And that's his aspect of Tahuti. Tahuti is the word. So anytime you see Captain America, he's always speaking. He's always speaking the word. You know what I mean? Hello? No doubt. Yeah, I'm here, bro. Okay, okay, okay. Just making sure y'all still there, man. Just making sure y'all still there. So, yes, um, so, like I said, Black Panther, um, a lot of people were real surprised when I was able to call out, you know, that he was going to get the role because I was doing the math, you know, with Jackie Robinson with the 42 degrees breaking the color barrier. Here he go. He's breaking the color barrier again right now. You see what I'm saying? As the Black Panther comes out, like nobody's thinking about Superman or Batman anymore. Nobody's thinking. I mean, even though Spider-Man made the debut in the movie and he was dope, nobody's talking about Spider-Man. Everybody is talking about the Black Panther. He's once again breaking the color barrier of these 42 degrees. And what do I mean by breaking color barrier of 42 degrees? 42 degrees is the angle that is necessary in order to create the rainbow. It's the angular momentum of sun rays, photons, as they penetrate the mist or the raindrops that exist on the rain that creates the rainbow. Jackie Robinson was number 42. He broke the color barrier in America's pastime known as baseball. And not just that, before he did, he was, he, he dealt with being in the Dodgers, he was in the military. At the same time, quote unquote, Captain America was fighting Red Skull, and he was in a battalion called the 77th Black Panther Battalion. And this was before the Black Panthers. 
and this was before the Black Panther in Marvel. So I find it quite ironic. And the last piece of irony that I'd have to add to it all is the fact that Jackie Robinson's son, okay, Jackie Robinson's son is currently in Tanzania, which is in the relative area of where the fictional Wakanda would be at, and he is a farmer. He is a farmer in Tanzania. He moved from Queens. <laughs> he moved from New York, and the dude is in Africa right now. And the article surfaced before the movie came out, and I found that was interesting that they brought it at that, like, first of all, why is Jackie Robinson relevant all of a sudden? And when was the last time we heard anything about his son, let alone him being in Africa, being a farmer near Wakanda? So, you know. Yeah, we, we, we have to take in consideration. But, you know what I mean? We have to take care of our bodies. If I said a she of the ointment jar, then we need to get more involved in the ointments of life, meaning we need to be more focused on what type of mixtures do I need to put together in my current state that's going to allow me to heal, to allow me to get the, the damaged psychology balanced again, to get myself together again. What do I have to do? You know, the black cat and alchemy represented an energy that descends into the subconscious and cleans out all the worrisome, fearsome cobwebs and all the garbage out of the subconscious mind that allows the revival to take place. When we talk about resurrection, when we talk about um, rejuvenation, we talk about healing, all those words are destinations. They are not the journey, you see. So what about the journey? So the black panther or the black cat actually represents the work that has to be done in order to facilitate the resurrection that occurs, all right? So that's what we're dealing with with that, you know, with the black cat. Now, um, as we move forward, you know, in in Marvel, uh, you know, what direction is everything going to end up going in? Well, we're going to obviously get a Black Panther film, you know what I mean? So the movie is going to be very interesting going to be very interesting when they do the movie because then we're actually going to go with inside the world of Wakanda. Right now, there's a comic that just got released um, by uh, Nahisi and and drawn by Brian Stillfreeze, and it's it's a real powerful story they got going on. So people want to get more insight on the Panther. It's a black uh, writer. It's a black uh, artist. And dynamic they have going on so I'll give you a little bit more insight, you know, into character. Plus, of course, we got, you know, all Rose Lee to Wakanda that we did two years ago. And then I have a YouTube video of the presentation that I put on that goes and a lot of other Yeah, our brothers in transit family. Keep that in mind. So his signal probably drop. He'll be calling right back in. All right. This should be for a break. You would think that I was in transit. My phone and dropped so many times. Yeah, when the frequency is high like that, it usually happens. Yeah. No. KT is killing it. Yeah, like, there's only one or two options at this point, family. 
that he has a doppelganger that's in Marvel, channeling yeah. his spirit and writing all of these movies, or you know, he's just a thousand percent correct and he's just like totally intertwined with the whole design of, of this whole paradigm. But it's either one yeah. or two. Yeah, cut the check, man. Hey, that it should go. Hey, come on, man. Like I'm really sitting back realizing that he prepared people mentally to see what they saw when they went and saw that movie because how long has it been since all of us have been preparing the family and prepping them but giving them the vision as futurists to what it's going to look like when they see us on the screen as superheroes, their own people, the superheroes. Now they get, you know, I'm just glad that the babies get to see that. And we got to see more of it. You already know. Do you have, um, is your board active where you at? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I got it. Did you see, did he, has he called back in yet? Can you hear me? Peace, hello? Hey, Dick. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Yes, we can. Got you, got you. Perfect, perfect, yeah. Like I said, my apologies tonight, people. I am in transition. I'm traveling right now, so, you know, I'm dealing with signals and background. The highways and the byways, we got you. Yeah. I had to get I had to get the signal out tonight to the people. Like I said, this is a preview. We're gonna go fully in depth with the visual presentation, all the bells and whistles, and go you know dig deep in like I always do. But I definitely wanted to give the people a little something, something um, you know, uh, with this opening, with this opening, this movie because it's it's big, man. This thing is this thing is powerful, and people got questions. You know, they want to know because this, this is... kind of came out of nowhere. You know, like I said, they're at a point where they have one or two options. Either you have a doppelganger that works at Marvel Studios, <laughs> just writing these scripts exactly how you say they're going to be written four or five years in advance, or you've tapped into this design, this paradigm to such a degree that you're just able to steer this ship from a lot, from a far distance now. I know what I do with the number oh, 44, so this is not foreign to me. I understand. I get oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I we don't. We don't. We do with Rich. When we do those videos where we're prophesizing and lining things up and creating narratives. So we see what you're doing over, you know, over here at Hollywood Decoded. And you're definitely speaking things into existence. You're to hooties and oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, your scribe game is in full effect. You're, you're, you're the director of your movie. You're showing that. You feel me? And uh, well, I'm yeah. just glad that we're here to be a witness that. to it. Did Man, you share I with just the want family? to make sure. Oh, okay. Did no, you share with the family, family that there was a clip on, I, I saw it on Facebook where the director was talking about how, oh, how the brother from Black Panther was talking about how 
he got picked. How the guy left oh, the. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, make sure yeah, you I drop him. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so, yeah, if y'all, if y'all go on YouTube and just Google um, uh, Chadwick Bosman's story of getting the Black Panther or how Black Panther actor got the part, just type something like that. And he's on maybe three or four different talk shows. One of them is the um, the Michael and, and Kelly, um, and then you got uh, Jimmy Kimmel and a couple other ones. But he, he tells the same story. And the story is now – Funny thing is, the reason why I said I knew Chadwick Bosman was going to be the Black Panther is because I, I broke down the whole Jackie Robinson thing. The fact he was in the Ernie Davis story, he was going to be in Get On Up. He had Gods of Egypt he was filming, and he was going to be Tahuti. And I was like, Tahuti, Captain America. And I was tying it all together, and I was like, yeah, this guy, he's the one that's going to end up playing him. It just makes sense. So fast forward to this point now. You're looking at him having an interview. He's talking about how he got the role. He said a security wait, wait. guard. The Ernie Davis story, that was the number 44 player from Syracuse, right? Yeah, that's number 44, yeah, Floyd right. Little. So why is Michael Strayhorn 44 years old? Oh, please continue. Oh, oh, come on now. You already know. You already know. You already know. Yeah. So he says... While he was on the set filming Gods of Egypt, where he played Tahuti, okay? Yes. Remember, Tahuti is who Captain America plays. Captain America is the rendition of super soldier serum, a natural process that occurs in the Panthers. When he was on set doing this film, a security guard came into his, his um, 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 what do they call it, trailer, trailer. took his mm-hmm. original Black Panther comic, I think he said he had the first edition or something like that from back in the day, which is mad, which worth mad bread. He took his personal copy and left it on his desk and wrote on a post-it that you're getting this part. He didn't know nothing about him going out for it. He didn't know nothing about Marvel giving him a call. He didn't know nothing about nothing. But he put this thing on his table, a security guard now. And when I say security guard, you know, they're, they're, they're the gatekeepers that at the same time, that's the average Joe. So that's the people. So for some reason, the spirit right. is talking through this individual to put this comic on his desk to incite something in him. Right after that, he got a call while he was on the red carpet for um, Get On Up. And they were like, yo, we need to talk. So he came off the red carpet, got in the car, and while he was driving around, they talking about him doing the role. You see what I'm saying? So when I was breaking the whole thing down about how they picked him, all the components that was in his story in that interview, I spoke of when I told everybody how I was able to see how he was going to get the part. And like I said, that's on the All Rosie Dukan. That's on Captain America when the Soldier decoded where I went into all that. So I just found it real ironic that now that he's telling the story, the story has all the components and the parts of my story. (laughs) I find it quite ironic, man. I'm loving it, man. I'm just sitting back. I'm just sitting back enjoying the ride. I'm just so happy that I have a dialogue for the youth because all of the young men and women that are in elementary school and junior high school right now, 
they're going to be talking about the Black Panther. That's going to be their favorite hero. That's who they're going to want to be on Halloween. That's who they're going to want on their lunchbox and their T-shirts and all type of stuff like that, which means if I want to speak to them about their culture, if I want to incite them about who they really are, I have a dialogue. You see what I'm saying? And because I know the, the cosmology that's behind the character, now I have a way to teach the culture and teach the youth about themselves and then to be proud of it and have something that they can identify with in modern society that piques their interest. And that's what this Hollywood right. decoded is about. You see what I'm saying? Being able to use the medium of film as a way to convey higher realms of metaphysics, thoughts, culture, and science to those that are normally not interested with those subjects or too young to grasp it on a certain level, you know, finding that relativity factor. Exactly. Definitely. You see what I'm saying? So I don't know if you got some hands up or not, if we want to start going into the question portion or you want me to keep going. We're after the 11 o'clock hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep going um, for another 10 or 15, you know what I'm saying? And then we'll get we'll get to the call queue, take some questions from the audience. You heard? There we go. Now, when you go into the astrological standpoint, you got to think about the Black Panther being the Leo. The Leo is the, dem- the, the diplomat. You know, Obama, you know, Brother Polite, you know what I'm saying? The, the people that are usually out in front of the people, the face, that are able to speak to the people, the ambassadors, those are the Leo. So that's a Leo energy. Now, Chadwick Bosman isn't a Leo, but, you know, definitely the Black Panther channels that that Leo energy, you know. And Epitomach is very, very interesting because what that does is take us into the 25th Dynasty. 25th dynasty of Taharka, Pianki, and Shabaka, and most importantly, the Shabaka stone, which speaks on um, Ptah and the Memphite text. You see, the Memphite text pretty much breaks down the whole gagat, you know, God, our almighty grand unified theorem, or Gabriel or Yibo, you know. So when you deal with um, um, Epitomac, then you go into the 25th dynasty which uh, that, that royal lion energy, and, and what is the lion energy on a higher frequency? Well, if we go down the, to, to Upper Kemet, we'll find a temple, a temple of Epitomac, and there's a, there's a large pylon that exists where there's a, a, a uh, in, in inscription or engraving, rather, of a lotus flower with a serpent emerging from it and Epitomac being at the top of the serpent, okay? Now, what does this mean? Why do they have a half serpent, half man, or really third serpent, third man, third lion creature coming out of a lotus flower in, in, in Nubia or the Sedan? What is so important about this? Well, I talk about the lotus in, in quantum mechanics or what's inside the high sciences of the community I, I equate the lotus to the Kalabiyau, C-A-L-A-B-I-Y-A-U. The Kalabiyau is a geometrical shape um, that represents the spaces in between spaces or, or sizes that are so small that you can't fathom, similar to like what Ant-Man is on with the pin particle. You see, 
that's what it is. And if you look at the Calabiao, it looks like a lotus flower. It looks like a flower that is folded that is to be opened up to reveal other dimensions. Okay, now this is light. This represents light and Kemet because the lotus flower emerges from the muddy waters. It closes and goes down in the muddy waters at night when the sun goes down and when the sun comes up, it emerges out of the muddy waters and opens and shows brilliant um, flora uh, colors, its beautiful, brilliant petals, which is reminiscent of light because light comes out of the darkness. So that's why they equate these two particular energies. Now, from the lotus or from the kalabiyao, from the space in between spaces, the subatomic particles that create photons that create the light that sparks, is the plasma. Okay, plasma is the fourth state of matter, the state of matter in which atoms, um, the subatomic particles that make up atoms, the electrons, the protons, the neutrons are free-flowing, free-flowing which creates powerful, powerful forces and powerful energies. This is represented by the serpent that is coming out of the lotus. The half-man, half-lion, which is a pitomac, represents the consolidation of that plasma, of that light, into a physical structure that is utilizing that light to better the relationship between man and nature here on this plane of Earth. And you'll see this symbol in Upper Kemet, this is the energy that Black Panther deals with. He deals with being able to utilize that melanin to, 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 to encapsulate or utilize that plasma fourth energy coming from the lotus in order to be empowered or to display a great amount of strength as he deals with whatever his challenges are here on Earth. You know? So that's the, uh, that's the epitomac energy. Um, the, the Basset energy is very interesting because she's not the oldest cat deity. There's also Mastet, which really was her prior to her being Basset. Because what you'll notice with a lot of the deities, before they were creatrix, before they were nurturers, before they were domestic, they were killers, they were hunters, they were destroyers, okay? Massacres, you see. So Mastet was a straight-up, like, killer, like, destroyer, you know, she was a warrior cat cat headed deity. And then afterwards they had the domesticated cat and that's what Basset is. So does that mean women need to be domesticated? No. It's just talking about using that energy in a different way. The same way you can light a fire, a campfire, and it'll burn the logs and you'll see the plumes of smoke coming from it. That's combustion. Burning of oxygen, liberating the carbon, right? Well, guess what? That same process occurs in our body and our cells through the citric acid cycle and electron transport chain. But guess what? It's not just frivolously wasted. It's not chaotic like a campfire. It's more controlled so that it's more efficient way of using that aspect where the basset the basset version of was more nurturing and healing aspect. You can also use the fire to build and to wield and to, to, to smelt, you know. So that's what those two uh, particular energies represent there.
Another thing that I found real dynamic, too, was the Falcon introduced Red Wing. I commented the Falcon had an actual Falcon that he was telekinetically connected to, and the Falcon would go around doing a lot of his beating, biddings ahead of him the same way cats would have like a German shepherd or a dog doing stuff for him. But in this, this, in this case, which is interesting, and I talked about this in another uh, decoded I did, I actually figured they were going to do this. Well, instead of him having an actual bird, he has a drone. Okay, and I always talk, talk about the drone, especially in Interstellar, as being the Nessu Bitti or the bee. You see what I'm saying? But in this aspect, it's a falcon because he's a falcon. And I thought that was ironic because that helped him to be his all-seeing eye because now Hawkeye wasn't present through the whole film, so now they had the all-seeing eye actually being this energy of this falcon, this drone that he had, this red wing that was going around doing his bidding for him. They did. Yeah, man. So they they had they had a lot they had a lot a lot of interesting interesting dynamics going on in this one, man. Um, that battle they had in that airport where they was all fighting and your boy Ant Man turned Giant Man on them. You know what I mean? They was they they went they wild out. They wild out, man. Like I can't I can't front. They went in and it was like. This is the first, like, well-balanced Marvel film. Like, they got everything right on all cylinders. It just so happened to be the one where the black man finally makes his debut in the right light. You know, so I'm I'm definitely... Yeah, what are your thoughts on Spider-Man? In regards to what, just what my take on him? Who is he and all that? For the narrative within itself, you know. Like who who Spider Man is? I mean, we we know that we've heard you speak before about, of course, you know, a Nazi and things of that nature. So, would he not also be recognized as a melanated character, even though? Oh yeah. He, he oh yeah. Most most, most 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 definitely. We know what comic book it goes back to. Yeah yeah yeah. Most most definitely, even his whole storyline with him. Being in like a single parent household with his aunt raising him, they don't have much money. You know what I'm saying? He 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 likes he, he he's smart. He studies, but he doesn't feel that he should express his cool as much because then he won't be taken as cool in the school. Like that's the dynamic of, of 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 young black men and what they go through, and young black women and what they go through in society. Something relatable, you know. Um, as I, as you just said, you know, Spider Man represents a Nazi spider. Marvel admitted that Peter Parker ain't nothing but a long lineage um, of Spider-Man. He just happened to be the one that was able to get that gene in this in this actual modern modern time. You see what I'm saying? But they've admitted that already. Now, when you're dealing with the energy of him, you're dealing with the magnetic field because he's the web, you know, the magnetic field of the earth. When you're dealing with all these characters, you're dealing with celestial events, as I said, with the hunter being with the winter soldier, with the black panther being the black sun. You see what I mean? These are energies. These are these are planetary angles and influence, astrological alignments that are taking place, playing out in front of us. That's why they're called stars. You see, now with him, you're dealing with the magnetic field. You see what I mean? Because he was told to web them up. So they talk about the web. They talk about the interconnectedness, the internet or the internet. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, Black Widow is neat. They exited that character out 
but they brought Spider-Man in. You see what I mean? Keeping the whole energy of the niece going. Now, to, to really take it to another level, if we go into the Dogon, a lot of people don't know about it, but in the Dogon, there's a deity by the name of Dada. That's a fire that we react into existence in the Dogon. Dada is not a man. Dada is a woman. And 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 I meant to talk about that at the, uh, the all the Black Woman is God event I did with Farrah and Steady, and um, I didn't get to touch on that. But the word Dada was originally uh, a term for mother, not for father. And I found that real, real powerful right <laughs> Because anybody who has children can contest. The first thing that children say, they say dada before they say mama. You know what I mean? It just turns out that mama and dada is the same thing. <laughs> you know? But, um, nah, the Spider-Man, and uh, bringing the Spider-Man character in, you know, was for that reason. You know, they, they're just they're expounding on the universe. They're expounding on the interplay of the cosmology, and he was relevant, you know, so they had to bring that aspect in as well. So, yeah, man, um, you got any callers in the queue right now? Let me check. Call us, press one. If you're in the call queue and you want to ask the Brother KT a question or you want to add on, press one. All right? So when I was speaking earlier about the mechanoreceptors, when I was speaking earlier about the ligaments and the tendons being the part of the system you need to focus on in order to get this this Black Panther-like um, powers that you express, um, this is all based upon the collagen network, okay? The collagen or the cartilage, the, the synovial fluid that's in between your, 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 your joints, the cartilage that covers the caps of your bones, preventing them from rubbing against one another, and like I said, the, the um, Prasini and lamellar corpuscles that exist side of the tendons and the ligaments that would allow you to stretch, would allow you to grasp on the edge of a building as you jump from one ledge to another, doing parkour and other type of exercises like this. Um, the, the herb that would be necessary to take for these particular, to enhance these parts of your body would be conjus crispus. Conjus crispus is sea moss, is Irish moss. Conjus means cartilage in Greek, okay? Christus means curly in Latin, okay? It means curly cartilage, all right? And when you take in this cartilage, this plant-based cartilage, you see, you get 102 of the minerals in your body, and it starts to reinforce your tendon, reinforce your ligament, reinforce the silica and selenium stores in your skin, your hair, and your nails. You see what I'm saying? So this is an herb that would help to assist you in enhancing your body and to help to get closer to that black panther. Now another herb that I'm real that I'm real focused on in dealing with the black panther is lily of the valley. The reason why I'm on lily of the valley is because 
they said the Black Panther, right, was able to uh, get his energy from a heart-shaped herb. Now, what herb do I know on the planet that is best for the heart, greatest for the heart, greatest for the hip, and it's called Lily of the Valley? Lily of the Valley contains cardiac glycoside. A glycoside is a steroid. So it's a plant-based steroid that helps to recollate the SA node or sinoatrial node of the heart, uh, stabilizing your, the, the beat of your heart. Your SA node is called your pacemaker. So the reason why this particular herb is not allowed in the country is because of its effects on the heart, and the AMA wouldn't exist. The American Heart, the AHA, the American Heart Association wouldn't exist if this herb was on the market. You see what I'm saying? So this particular herb, Lily of the Valley, which I would say ironically is shaped like bells. Bells make sounds which are vibrations. So the same way we have a bell-shaped herb that represents vibration that helps the heart, in, in the fictitious world of Wakanda, we have a heart-shaped herb of helping the melanin. So I find those particular things relative as well, and I and I employ anybody um, to do their research and check out Lily of the Valley, which is one of the herbs that we deal with. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So my whole thing is how do we get the Black Panther power in us? How do we build our body, our mind, our spirit, our soul in order for us to be the sovereign, in order for us to be strong? Let's not forget the Black Panther fought the Winter Soldier without his suit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we forget when the Captain America, the Winter Soldier, came out, the Winter Soldier was the baddest nigga on the planet. You see what I'm saying? He was fighting this dude with his slacks and his and his wallaby. Mm. Bringing bring the ruckus. Oh, yeah, 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 most definitely. Most definitely bringing the ruckus. Man. Can you, can you, but like can I you said, speak about, man, yeah. Can you speak about the recurring theme of vengeance? Oh, vengeance! Yes, yes, yes. That was powerful because that was that was his story arc. Look at how dynamic his situation was in the movie, where when he finally was outside with uh, Baron Zemo, you know what I mean? He didn't have his purple mask on or nothing <laughs> like we know him back in the day. But um, when he was standing outside with Baron Zemo. He was like, vengeance has consumed you. Vengeance has consumed them. I'm not going to let the vengeance consume me. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of times, man, the reason why we're so sick, the reason why we're so riddled with disease is because we hold grudges and because we're so harked on vengeance. We don't know how to forgive. We don't know how to let things go. We don't know how to release, you know what I'm saying, all these negative energies and forces out so we can find healing. That's what he came to understand in that moment. He's looking around at all these powerful, enhanced individuals, and what was the reason why the world was about to go to shit? The world was about to go to shit because a bunch of people had emotional turmoil, grudges, and, and, and hidden agendas amongst each other that came to the surface by way of one man just exposing a wound. You see what I'm saying? So he immediately recognized that and was like, yo, I can't be on this vengeance. That's not what this is about. You know what I'm saying? 
So that's why he was so important in this movie because we're so used to good guy, bad guy. But guess what? The good guys are fighting. So if the good guys are fighting, then who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? And what and what is really wrong with our perspective in the audience looking at this film now as we can determine what's good and what's bad? Well, what if they've never been good? What if they've always been bad? We don't know that until we have a fresh perspective. And that's who T'Challa represented. He represented another perspective of viewing these characters and the dynamic and what they represent. Can I add on? Oh, of course. That would be a continuation of the conversation that was shared with Batman versus Superman. Because oh, yeah. in that dynamic, we begin to see what? Your hero turn into a villain. So they set up yes. to play two superheroes, you know, being seen in the eyes of the people as superheroes. But amongst superheroes, how do you measure up? You feel me? Right. So one of them mm-hmm. turned into an archangel, you know, and um, that that was very interesting. So now, so now in real life, in the real world, or in the Matrix for that matter, we are seeing the narrative play out in the real world. And it's like, wow, we're watching some of the elders turn into villains on us. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're becoming like, you know, they're going from, you know, it's it's, it's almost a mythos. Oh, that's exactly what it is. It is a mythos because this is uh, their Astar. This is their Zeus. This is their Krishna to the youth. You know, they're not deep in the religious text. They're not in the temples. You know what I'm saying? No, they're reading comic books. They're looking at cartoons, and they're playing video games. And they're playing with toys. You see right. what I'm saying? So right. so all these Marvel and DC characters are their deities. You see what I'm saying to them? They want to be Thor. They want to be Greenland. You see what I'm saying? What, what, what Red is talking about is simultaneously for us, alongside of comic books was hip-hop. So we oh, wanted yeah. to be KRS-One. We wanted to be Eric right. B. Some people wanted right. to be Bambada, okay? So now we're in a situation where we're seeing we've lived long enough to see our heroes turn into villains. We would, It would be, um, without disrespect, we would say, damn, some of them should have died a long time ago to preserve their legacy because yeah. old age is not befitting to a superhero. It's almost like kryptonite. Huh? Oh. You feel me? Oh, yeah. So, so you know, and then even thinking about it, even thinking about this weekend, you know, when we saw that event, you know, the press conference, it was the same thing. People were trying to turn a moment of grief into an agenda, you know what I'm saying? And it was driven by vengeance. But there was a theme that luckily I got to see part one because I wasn't present at part one, present when it came across the street from the Apollo. Now in part one, Poppy expressed forgiveness. He said, I love this man. Even 
with what he's done to me, and I forgive him, and if he will come forth, I'm willing to stand with him for treatment and help. That was powerful. That was the most powerful shit I heard all day. Four, four, you feel four. me? So yeah. to see the correlations and the connections, because what? what did they say? They said, Poppy, you're our superhero now. So you have a situation where if you listen to the attitude of what KRS one is saying, he's saying, Look, we're superheroes. The shit you're talking about, that happens to men. Let the men deal with it. Not the superheroes. You understand? Right. We the guards. Right. They're men. I'm concerned. I'm not concerned what the fuck happens to men. Let men deal with what happens to men. We guards. And you know, what's the narrative? So, oh, I'm sorry, Blue. The narrative that the movie just set up was to take the the gods back down to the level of men. That's, that's what, what I'm trying to down. tell you. All right, go ahead. But this is what we've seen in real life with Poppy is a situation. Remember, he kept saying what? They said what? Is hip-hop more important than Poppy? No. So they've reduced it to a degree where we grew up in a dev culture where the people were just collateral damage. Even to some point, rappers became collateral damage to right. preserve the culture. Like, nah, the culture got to go on. The show must go on. We still going to party. Step over the body. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Keep the party going. <laughs> Move the body out the way. Keep the party going. But now we live into a point where they're saying, no, this man is more important than the party. This man is more Culture got to die, so be it. We're not going to continue to violate men. So we see in real life what these narratives on film, on big screen, have been portraying to us in a mythological setting. That shit is amazing. And I don't know if people caught it. Because now, Poppy is he's a little man, right? He was... He was a young boy who looked up to a god, a godlike figure, a mythical figure, Bambada. So this young boy, this boy that's looking up to this mythical figure has brought this mythical figure down. You understand? Now to the point where they're saying, you got, you're a superhero. You got to choose. And that's, I mean, we're in the, we're in the, we're in the age of Aquarius, man. There's no more masters, no more leaders. And no more organization. Everybody is self-perpetuating. See what I mean? And, and the only way that's going to happen is if you can bring the gods down to your level. You see what I'm saying? That's what's going on right now. And it's not so much of bringing gods down to your level, but you're really raising yourself up. It just seems like you're pulling something down to you, but you really come up on something higher. Because even while you were looking at that person being a god, he still was doing the things that no one knew he was doing. So that don't take away from the fact that he's the deity or he's this this big person who's bigger than life. He's still that. But now that you're more aware, you see what I'm saying? You see things differently, but that's still you raising your consciousness enough that allows you to become more aware of everything that's going on. So people are gaining greater awareness. The awareness is not discriminatory anymore. It's not just limited to just anything. It's up for grabs. And as long as you're in tune to the energies and the forces, then you're going to be able to expound. 
you see, and grow. I agree 110%. That's why when Red was coming with this narrative about you getting it all wrong, this ain't the time for that. This is the depth of organizations, okay? And you're going to indiscriminately see it over and over and over. Again. Oh, yeah. Black Panther so came in there and shut the Avengers down. Right? Shut them all down. Everybody for themselves. Boy. <laughs> Everybody for themselves. You got Captain America breaking people out of prison. Like, what's going on? What's really going on? You know what I'm saying? Cap. Cap. Come on, man. So let's do this. Let's go and see if there's any callers with their hands up. Do you want to contribute? Any questions, comments, or concerns at this particular time? All right. Caller from the 203-285. Peace. Welcome to Nordaledge Radio. Peace to the gods, man. KTL, Nordaledge. Peace, good. Man, KT the Arch. What's up with y'all fellas? What's going on, brother? How are you tonight? I'm all right, man. Just soaking in the knowledge, man. I always watch, pay close attention, take notes, and go back and review any movie you decode, man. The first movie that you decoded that I had watched was uh, Straight Outta Compton. And as soon as I saw that one, I was like, damn, man, this dude right here got the fire, man. I ain't never look at it like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I always wow. knew movies had a different theme, you know, like a theme that you really have to look into, but I'm like, damn, man, this brother just took it to a whole nother plateau. So, you know, man, I always keep, keep your game, man. The straight out of Compton, the Batman versus Superman, and that of Captain America, you know what I mean? So, for now on, thanks to brothers like you, I always look at movies in a different view, man. I'm like, man, it's something, it's something deeper than just the movie, you know what I'm saying? There it right. is, brother. Thank you. Right. All day, yeah, why man. I do it. All day, man. Now, now my question, right, is uh, per- pertaining to something else because for the past month, I've been a transitional vegan, man. I'm not 100%, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a right. gradual process, but I'm a transitional yeah. vegan, right? And now That's I'm... Up, right. And now... I'm I'm trying to find 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 ways to still eat healthy but gain weight because I'm I'm trying to get in the gym and you know a pack on a little bit of muscle but I'm trying to find yes, healthy ways to eat and oh, yeah. gain mass as well so you know and right, like right. you can fill a brother in that'd be wonderful oh no 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 I got I got a regimen um, believe you me I get that question a lot. So that's part of my services. Um, so what you can do is, um, I haven't done this yet, is put my contact information out, but um, it's uh, 404-492-2026, and you can mm-hmm. give me a call tomorrow, brother. Um, right. If you don't get me, just shoot me a follow-up text, and um, mm-hmm. and I can let you know what the protocol is. All right. Yeah, four zero four four nine two two zero two six. All right, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm gonna send you a text, man. Um, he, he got me on protocol no too. I'm I'm working to get back to my glory days. So, 
you know, just just uh, holler at the brother. You feel me? Yeah, he said we'll do a we'll conference call. Yeah. All right, all right, definitely, man. You know what I mean? Because the journey is is tough so far. You know what I mean? Like my family, you know, they all looking at me crazy. Like, damn, man, you trying to stop eating meat? Like, what's up with you, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? But now, I have my own vision on how I want to live my life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have my own type of K. Rule Horace vision, and I can't let nobody fuck that up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm right, right. Let him know. You, know? You, you cannot live your life if you're consuming death. You cannot live your life if you're consuming death. It's just that simple. Right. Right. All right, now, a uh, quick question, too, right? Now, I'm a big cereal head, man. You know what I mean, like, I like my cereal, so... I had noticed that with vegans you can't you can't eat well drink milk like the dairies and stuff. So I was I was wondering is almond milk a good substitute for just whole milk or just completely yeah, cut you it? have yeah cut the milk altogether no dairy <laughs> milk whatsoever. If you're gonna do a milk you got you got almond milk you have hemp milk you have yeah, coconut, coconut milk. You know, yeah. Okay. If you okay. really want to boost your yeah, um your cereal and yeah, your weight, I I would say go to Trader Joe's. Um, they have this vanilla almond. It's in a blue box, right? And if if Mama Pill was on the line, she would shut all that down. Period. But I'm gonna give you the yes, cheat code. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Because it's like game, he said, game, he's game. identified it. Hold on. He said it's transitional. So you go to Trader Joe's, you get the vanilla almond crunch cereal, get get that coconut milk with it. Exactly. Yeah, he ain't ready. I don't know if he's ready. You ain't even gonna think about no. Think about no. You ain't gonna think about no after that. that. You're gonna be like, what is this? This is <laughs> he gonna whip out. He gonna whip out the big bowl with the ladle. Yeah, the big bowl oh, with the um, with the jumbo spoon. Because I, I run through a box in two days because of that. Yeah. Damn, man, you went through a box in two days. Yeah. Uh, you know, man. I'm keeping it tall. I have a a bowl in the day, a bowl at night. Cause it's just dope. it's exciting. It, it tastes that good. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. Shit, man. I definitely appreciate the work, man. Y'all brothers. Dedicate day in and day out, man. I'm a product of that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I literally yeah. don't watch TV no more, man. I just strictly stick to the knowledge, and that's what Look, made me yeah. even consider going vegan because I'm like, man, I'm going to give you one better as well because this is for my people in the gym, you know what I'm saying? Such as yourself, just really trying to get it together with that cereal. You're going to cut some bananas up, put in the cereal. And you can even right, get right. the flax seeds and sprinkle the flax seeds on it too. Bam, you good to go. Good to go, right? Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Hey, uh, KT, um, I'm going to shoot you the text tomorrow, man, so we could build. My name is Brother Troy. Brother Troy, man. You can't you can't miss me, man. It's a 203-285 number because I'm, cause I'm serious about this, man. I'm serious because I told my man, I'm like, man, I get all this knowledge daily that people feed me and what's the point in getting the knowledge if I don't apply it? I'm just basically wasting my time. 
You know what I mean? So that's right. I'm I'm trying to apply it, and I'm gonna apply it. So once again, I double salute y'all brothers, man. Thank you once again, man. I appreciate it. Just thank thanks. you, brother. Peace All right. Yes, indeed. Red, you still there? No more hands up. Callers, if you have a question, if you want to build, if you want to chop it up, press 1. We'll open up your line. Don't be scared, y'all. Play music. (laughs) Questions, Mm -hmm. comments, or concerns. Now is your turn. Well, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, let everybody know how they can get in contact with me, uh, www.ktthearchdegree.com. Uh, you got hollywooddecoded.com, um, also kamenuinc.com for all your Hispanic needs, K-E-M-E-N-U-I-N-K.com. So, yeah, Kamani Tate on Facebook, Hollywood Decoded on Instagram, you know, and um, yeah. most of the information that you heard tonight, as I said, broke the Black Panther down just about two years ago. It's on YouTube. Just type in Casey the Arch degree, Black Panther decoded, all all roads to Wakanda, Wakanda and yeah. it'll pop up. Yeah. You got the edited brother. Give him the website. Yeah, I say it's, that again. it's worth noting. I, I said to let him know that you have the edited version of that for sale on your website. Of the oh, yeah, the classic title. That's right. That's right. And it's it's long. It has an extra hour and a half that's not on YouTube. So I think it's just under four hours. The Black Pants is like three forty five, man. I went all the way in on that. You know, yeah, you have like a, uh, and the brother also um video that he did this earlier today with Brother Rich. That's on uh, Black Magic oh, yeah. 363 on YouTube. That's right. Underground Road on Dakota. TV, of course. Black yeah, Magic Roland. 363, the Netflix of Black America. I promise you. I promise you. Like, <laughs> we got streaming deals, B. I don't even know if you realize this. We on Netflix. We on Netflix. Netter. 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 Excuse me? Hmm? What you say? No, I said Rich's channel is the black Netflix of the hood. It's everywhere. Uh-huh. So oh, um, yeah. are you going to be at Sarnetta Studio as well doing the Decoded? Oh, yeah, yeah. I said that a few times tonight. I said all this is just a preview of me being on Sarnetta. I'll be there next week. Uh, we don't know the exact day yet. I believe it'll either be Wednesday or Thursday. I think it's Thursday will be the day. Um, but I'm definitely going to go in with at least at least two hours, maybe three, and it's going to be, you know, spectacular. I'm going to go in detail with the movie, the character, Chadwick Bosman as well. A lot of people don't know this, but he's not only going to be Thurgood Marshall, but he's also going to be Jack Johnson. So we've got to really pay attention to this cat. He um He's somebody special, you know, from Ernie Davis, Jackie Robinson, to Tahuti, to James exactly. Brown. You know what I mean? To Black Panther, to Thurgood Marshall, to Jack Johnson. You talk about the globalist boxer that was knocking him out, son. Come on now. Yeah, just like the globalist yeah. uh, Panther. You got you got yeah, callers right. with your hands up. But in case 
None of the callers tell you this, KT. I got to let you know, man. You're a, you're a legend. You did a classic yeah. lecture on the bus, B. Like, you're a legend. Yeah, I did this. <laughs> might gloss over that. He laid out a classic in route. Like, I think that might be one of the times. In route now, on the road that. to we Wakanda. You feel me? All, the, all roads, man. All roads. That's right. I'm on the way to Wakanda right yeah. now. Yeah. I'm on the way to Wakanda. I left my wallet in Wakanda. Wakanda, from the right? Yeah. 685. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Hey, how y'all doing, man? Oh, Peace, good, brother. Peace. Hey, man. I, I, like you said, he, he laid down. He laid down another great one on the bus. That's 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 what what we do. You know what I'm saying? That's so, appreciate that, brother. We, we pay better with the worst cars. You know? Indeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I just wanna I wanna say you know what I'm saying. I appreciate everything y'all do, putting in the hard work, hard you know what I'm saying, dedication for the people and stuff like that. Cause listening to y'all shows, watching Sidenetter, all that stuff that give me life. And one thing I want to speak on is, like, it's another, <laughs> I know y'all know about the other news media outlet that's out there, but it's like, all they do is hate on people all day. I, I, I'm just so tired of people always wanting to say what the next person ain't doing, but they don't have no work and show what they doing, you know what I'm saying? So if you want to talk about what somebody else doing, have some, have some, do, have some work yourself, you know, like. I just, I'm just so irritated about all that type of stuff, you know what I'm saying? Because y'all give me life, you, you know can't, what I'm saying? Like, you can't even be irritated by it. The fact that somebody's even in consciousness to talk about what we ain't doing is a testament <laughs> to what right. we did because we created right. the community. So solution oriented. And it's cool and it's and it's cool though too because it's like it helps you see the type of level that people are stooped to just to get a little bit of popularity and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So I just appreciate everything cool. y'all doing because y'all not trying that's to not, that's not popularity, that's infamy. That's legacy that's a legacy that, that nobody should wanna have. Why would you want right. that to be attached to your name? <laughs> that you went against Exactly. So that's, you know, some of our brothers, we did a video with Rich about the suicide rates of black males skyrocketing. I that. That's exactly. I, wa- I watched that. A lot I watched of our that. brothers, yes, yeah, so a lot of our brothers are very suicidal. The emo generation, mm-hmm. yeah, they're weird. How they, they get they, killed, they killed on the internet and killing themselves in real life. Exactly. exactly. I've seen, seen all that stuff. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, and that's kind of why, why I kind of like yeah, and that's why I kind of be like, I don't like people like that because it's like you never know what nobody is on the verge of. So for you to even be, that could make somebody that be that could come into this community or whatever be like, oh well, you know, I'm I'm getting conscious, I'm 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 starting to think, and then they see this little mess out here and be like, oh, and discourage them and stuff like that, man. It just, you know, ain't really too much I can do about it, but I just want to let people know, like. Just ignore all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? Because even oh, giving no, it any yeah. energy, Brother, you know what I'm you, saying? Already, it, it wasn't even thought of. Yeah. As my you can right, see, my, my thing is, yeah, the nothing, 
I don't even know if that even exists. The stuff that you're talking about <laughs> even being real. I don't. I, I don't. Do I don't know. Exists, I don't know it's don't so existent at all. Like there's a lot of stuff that I know to be real, and there's a ton of other stuff that I know is just a matrix. It's fluff. Man, I'm a videographer. I'm an editor. I'm a journalist. I'm a reporter. I'm a lecturer. I'm a hustler. I'm a business owner. Right. I'm so many things. So nothing can get past. With the you know we the pillars. We put this together. So we're looking I know, at I know it ain't affecting y'all. Nah, hold on. Yeah, no, no. You're just looking at points of reference. You're looking at mm-hmm. the, the matrix responding to how sick the community is when certain things start to come about, like my mother was talking about earlier, when things uh-huh. start devolving. You see parasitic expressions of, you know, things. So exactly. we're identifying things for what they are. These elements have to exist because... Every rocket ship needs jet fuel. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody needs... Sure, no. Yeah, there's always going to be buffoonery in the mythos. <laughs> it sure is. And, it, okay. and it's the world just, yeah. this world just mm-hmm. starting to... If anybody has to sit down and think about, yo, are these guys doing more than those guys over there? Then they deserve everything that they're going to get. And that's nothing. You know, sure so is. we just keep working. We do what we do. We're not, we, we, we're supposed to have people that oppose seeing us take things in directions that they're not comfortable with individuals going in. That's what you see a lot of. When people see uh-huh. you do a lot, it puts them on the line because they have to do at least just one thing. There's a contingency of people that are freshmen in consciousness. All they want to do is sit in the basement and wither away. They're thinking about mummifying themselves, but they're playing video games. <laughs> they're getting alerts to whenever there's a live stream, and they just want the world to end. Manic depressive, antisocial, you know, all of these stuff. There's an evolution process that takes place on the path of knowing thyself, on this path of enlightenment. So you have people who are just getting into consciousness, looking at a person who is so far down the road on their path. Uh-huh carrying all kind of crosses and doing all kind of things. They have no need. They came into the movie two hours and 45 minutes into the damn movie. That's when they got into the movie. If you wasn't here from the beginning of the movie and out here with us and doing all of the monumental things, we're still waiting for two tips. We're waiting for one tip to come back from all of the food that we've given out for 10 years. Everybody ran on the mail. Nobody left one tip yet. So we're still just waiting for that. So how right. the hell can anybody talk about what are they doing? My question is, what are the 10 million people that got these pills doing? Where's the tip? At least, I ain't, we ain't asking for nothing. We just saying, you know, after right. you get the food, I mean, come on. I know exactly what you mean. And you got to be in this good. thing 10 years straight and hit all of your dots. Look at Look. what KT is doing. It's a slam dunk every yeah. time. Man. All right. Hey. <laughs> That's don't judge him by his work and his deeds. Don't judge him by what he says. I don't mean to cut anybody's wisdom. Pardon me, y'all. But what the world is what was being shown to us right now is it's not about you know anything else but the deeds and the works of man. And it's getting into you know what the movies are showing you, what real life is showing you. It's not about how smart you are. Because the movies will show you that there's some smart, evil geniuses out there. There's some smart devils. There's some, you know, serial killers. They have very high IQs. It's about character 
and integrity. True, man. 100%. For, <laughs> for I real. definitely want to say thank you for the input, family. All right? Thank you, family. All right, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Bye, brother. Y'all, man. Keep on doing and what y'all doing. Yes, sir. No doubt. Call us on the 804-216-PEACE. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace, peace, family. How y'all doing, man? Peace to the pillars. Peace, 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 peace. What's going yeah, on, man. brother? All right, all right, brothers. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, ask KT uh, something. Do you foresee um, them making the Blue Marvel um, movie coming up anytime soon? You said the Blue Marvel. Yeah, the first black, um, you know, superhero does basically stronger than super, Superman and um, a lot of the other, you know, so-called powerful uh, superheroes. You talking about in out of DC? Or you, you talking about in Marvel? No, I think I think he came out of DC. If I if I mistake it. Okay. Um. I mean, in DC, they they're not really expounding on any black characters right now outside of Cyborg, and right. um, whoever plays John Jones or the Martian Manhunter might be black, but he's gonna be in makeup, so he'll be green. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, in terms of black characters, Marvel's pretty much the one that's exploited in that area. You're going to have Luke Cage, you know, coming out on Netflix this fall. Um, they're working on the Black Panther movie. Um, and then you're going to have other uh, smaller characters start to emerge as well. Um, and probably, like, if, if DC does do black characters, it's probably going to be, like, their side comics, like with Suicide Squad, you know, they got Deadshot with Will Smith. Right. You know what I mean? Little things like that. But major characters, um, Black Panther pretty much is the breakthrough. Now that he broke through and they're going to see how much money's about to be made um, based on his exposure, you know, mm-hmm. then they'll, you know, there'll be more opportunity for for, for characters to, to be exposed, man. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, man. You do you do your thing, man. Keep on uh, breaking the codes, brother. Oh, no doubt. I appreciate you, brother. Stay yeah, tuned. Man. No doubt. Always. Peace. Peace, sir. All right. All right. Call us from the one 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 one. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Greetings. How's everyone doing tonight? Oh, doing well, doing well. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Um, I wanted to say uh, it seems like the show was really great tonight. I caught the tail end of it. Um, unfortunately, I have to go back in the archives and listen to all of it. But the brother seems yeah, like that's, he was... Uh, that's fortunate for you. It yeah, was an amazing and, show. Yeah, I'm going to go back in the archives, you know. Um, one thing I want to say is um, I've been trying to... I'm kind of burnt out with trying to get on Blog Talk because you got to get the Flash Player because I'm constantly trying to um, maneuver, trying to, you know, keep my computer safe, you know, with all yes, the crap yes. that goes on. So uh-huh. I'd be having to clean it off. And then you got to go back. I mean, Blog Talk didn't used to be like this. And then you got to go back and get that Flash Player put on. And, oh, I'm, so I didn't do it tonight. Yeah, it's I don't crazy. Much. And then, yeah, and then even with Facebook, I got. Locked out of there <laughs> I'm not meant to have a Facebook page I guess But um, you know It is what it is But I I have to um, 
go back in the archives and check out the show, but it seemed like the brothers were decoded. Because um, I was curious about the movie um, uh, uh, with the Superman versus Batman. I thought, like, wasn't those childhood, you know, heroes back in the day? Why would they have a movie like that? Um, in this day and age, I'm not too surprised. But I, I have to go back in the archives, and I'm, I'm glad the brother was breaking some knowledge down tonight. And I appreciate you, you two um, brothers. I have a question though. Yes. Um, um, so for red pill and blue pill, are you, 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 were you two born uh, in? Uh, are you two Aquarius? No, Scorpios. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Because I was wondering. All right. I'm glad to hear that one, because um, it seems like I've been running into a nothing but Aquarius as, as of lately, and you you all kept mentioning this is the year of the Aquarius, and um, and then we I was were, just wondering. Right. If you look at our date of birth, which is in November, nine months prior to that, we were initially, um, you know, the process took place under the Aquarian moon. Or the Aquarian sun, for that matter, not the Aquarian moon, but yeah. So the impregnation took place in Aquarius around the time of Valentine's, and nine months later, we came into this plane as Scorpio. Yeah. Oh. I don't know if that has, you know, I don't know if any in any in any astrology system if they count that as a determinant factor as well, but um. Okay. That's about it. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Um um I I I think um perhaps um you know that that was a very interesting point you just mentioned about the the day of conception. That's very interesting. Yes. Have you In all Aquarius did any research? Equals 44 as well. 44. And in numerology, that'd be like, like number eight. So, um, have we done any research and what now? So you're saying like forty-four. So in numerology, you know that would be eight. So, mm-hmm. um, is this leading up to like a specific point or what? Um, you want to break it down oh. for me? I mean, because I'm 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 a little illiterate. Oh, no, I, okay, I have a um, affinity. Towards the number 44 People that know me know I've created a Universal theorem Called the law of 44 I communicate with that number And um okay. A lot of people Try to find out Why I have this affinity Towards the number And I say well On both ends of the age The Aries Which is Mars Which is the governing planet Of Scorpio You know And Gematria Which is a numerical Uh it's a system that equates words into numbers, and, and that numerical system, Aries is 44, and also Aquarius is 44, you know. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I think we all have some numbers. Um, um, I, I really wish I had a question for your guest, and I'm not trying to be rude, because I, I know the brother's okay. there, and I, I appreciate you. And I'm not trying to be rude because, unfortunately, I caught the show at the tail end. So I would love to have had a question for you. Um, it's it's all I, good. I, I mean, your input yeah. alone, right. it balances the conversation. So, you know, please take the opportunity to go into the archives and check out the show. It's a two-part show. We got Mama Pill in the beginning, Casey mm-hmm. the Arts degree, 
you know, in the second half. And some real interesting dialogue throughout the, the episode. So definitely enjoy yourself and um you know, you probably could bring your question to the next show. All right, cool. Thank you. I love you guys. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Thank you. Okay. All right, thank you. Peace. Indeed. Peace. Well, from the 936-9338-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-PEACE-
Yeah, somebody asked me, they was like, yo, we put them special requests in. Can KD, can KT, uh, you know, break down Purple Rain? Could he reach oh, in the archive God, and go back to the cold Purple Rain? That's the Apollonia. Oh, no. <laughs> Not the purple uh, they were, they were purple raid coated, man. The coat is on them. Oh, man, that'd have to be an event right there. We'd have to make that a... Hey, we have to go to Twin a phone call. We can't make that we a... We have to go to Twin Cities, Minneapolis. You might as well go book something out there. Do the purple rain decoded. Purple rain, Dakota. I think, yeah, Prince. We owe it to Prince to go in because he had too much. It was a lot of stuff going on with that dude. Oh yeah, most definitely. You know, when I was, uh, I was about to, I was about to meet him with Left Eye. That was what she was doing before she died. Was linking up with him, and we were gonna fly out to Minnesota. I was gonna meet him. Damn, damn. Yeah, I got to find out, brother DJ, brother DJ in Atlanta. He told me that he was about to meet up with Prince. You feel me? And in Hypnotic, I was talking to him. Me and Blue was talking to Hypnotic. They said they met up with Prince. It was like, son, Prince was all the way upstairs with it. He understood everything. Oh, yeah. yeah he is. Yeah. They, 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 did some, they did some dates with Prince in Ireland, I think. They said that yeah. um, Prince requested them specifically, you know, so they got a chance to spend some time with him. They said he was all the way upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say earlier to the sister that said that she loves us, that I love you. My phone was on mute. The lady had to come <laughs> it. I thought we that it was. Love you too. I wanted to think that we don't love her. We love everybody. That loves it her. is. What else can we have but love at this point in time? It's not money. Money doesn't make. It doesn't equate to the feeling. The love is when people come up to us and they like, yo, red and the blue. You know what I'm saying? Which one, red or blue? Like, the feeling is love. Let me just give you this quick testimony. I'm on 42nd Street yesterday. I get on the train, rush hour, super crowded, A train, 89% Neanderthal, 3% original man, I'm original. Me and the brother on the train, <laughs> across from each other, he has the suit on looking like he's coming from the financial district. He get he I come on the train, he gives a, a a double look. So, you know, as the melanated um version of uh what's my guy from Fight Club? Tyler Durden. As oh, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler Durden. Durden. I'm familiar with the head nod by now. I'm like, all right, that's I know who you know Black coming, yeah, you know what's coming next. Yeah. The double nod, that's Rich Channel. The one nod, that's on another TV. I'm, all right, that's on another TV. It's one nod with a fist. All right, he's, you know what I mean? <laughs> he, he's, he's, he's part of sales. He's part of sales. He's Wakanda on duty. So he's like, keep up the good Wakanda work. Wakanda on duty. Bump, we fist bump across the pilgrims, like, yo, keep up the good work. I'm like, peace, brother. So, you know, they got full copper in display. Whenever the copper goes up, they get nervous on the train. That's another story. Come to find out, the brother is on his way uptown to meet us. He's a brother. That's in, he's he's from New York, and he moved to Kentucky. He's uh, in a financial district, or he's in finance. 
you know what I'm saying, young brother says all of his children watch all of the videos. So he was on his way to Harlem to come and, you know, offer us to do a date in Kentucky. And here I am walking on the train. So we wind up chilling for the whole day. I even brought him up to, um, he got to see us film a segment with Ali Muhammad and Sarnetta, you know, the backstage. And I showed it on tape when I was with the brother. So it's just, it's, it's, it's like mystical was taking place now. I promise you. And, and it's a love energy. It's a mystical love energy that's it's just coming through through a lot of people, I promise you, and it's crazy. That's ironic. I'm about to ride through Kentucky right now. See? Yeah, see how is. that ancestry, see how it works, right? Let's go ahead and open up this line. This might be Kentucky right here. Uh, call us from the 843-475. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge. Sorry, call us from the 843 Tree. Silence. Going once. Peace. Going twice. He's in Wakanda. He's probably watching Black Panther. You know what I'm saying? On the box. Yo, I'm gonna look I've been looking at it. the Wakandan technology red and you know how you know how we got the um we got the beaded bracelets, yeah. like the wooden Hello? joints or the metal joints. Yeah. Well, they they got they got the beaded they got the beaded bracelet cell phones, son, where each bead represents um like smart data. So you hit one bead and it's a phone. Bead is your vitals. The other bead might be your keys to your house. The other bead might be like your the research books that you're studying right now. And they'll wear, they wear it on their bracelet. And anytime they want to talk, the same way Iron Man is able to do a hologram with his phone, when you yeah. hit the bead, the bead makes a hologram. Exactly. Wearable. Yeah, it's tough. Then with Internet of all things. So I'm telling you, family, the way that technology or the way that the void is filled is by taking concepts and prototypes, such as what you're seeing with the beads, and making that... Um, a reality, that, yeah, make that product a reality, but you also create a situation where that product can enrich not only yourself, you know what I mean? It can enrich your consortium. You you, you get right. into the, the realm of equity and shares. Yeah. You know. Hold on, KT. You're going to be at the Malcolm yep. X Fest, right? I'm going to be at the one in Jacksonville, not Atlanta. <laughs> what? My man. Are you gonna miss that movie? Okay. Okay. Huh. You gonna miss that what episode happened? of Avengers? Say that again. I said you gonna miss that um, sequel to the Avengers. What you talking? Oh no! Nah. Shout out! Shout out to my dude Diablo. Diablo, stay cool. He's a legend. I know he got you. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm going in hard, man. I'm gonna oh, be talking about the Yeah, hard. you represent KTL, so oh, we that's, definitely. That's, yeah, ain't that the home? That's yeah. that's Jacksonville. That's where the Panthers are. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's home. Yeah. We're going that's back. Jaguars, baby. Uh, I know what it is. I'm going home. That's yeah, where we yeah, did the yeah. Thunder more. Yeah, that's that's Saturday. So, what y'all coming down to Atlanta this weekend to the Malcolm X? It's next, next weekend, weekend, right? I don't know. I don't know. 
I would I would think it was this weekend because his birthday is the 19th. The this Saturday is the 14th. So like it would nah, make sense. Next I would think. Oh, it's next weekend. Okay. Yeah. Well, I might make that one. Yeah, you should be in the building. Everybody gonna be. There. I might. I might. I might. I might make that one. I might pop up some face. Oh, so what, what date are you gonna be in Jacksonville? That's this weekend. This weekend, yeah, the 14th. Okay, I'm gonna be past. I'm gonna be through Florida. I might drop in. Yeah, why not? I'll be in the building, brother. I'll go on at three. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna check in with you and see what's good. All right, oh, John. No that's all. That's all there is. In the meantime, in between time, want to say peace, love, and light to the listening audience. All right. No doubt. And of course, all of tonight's guests. Y'all like family to me. No doubt. <laughs> Big brother, big brother, big brother. We're going to leave y'all with uh, Detroit Red Bull. That new music? Either, you want to hear that or some turn up? We can go either way. Put that, yeah, that's put cool. that designer on. We're pandas. <laughs> <laughs> that video is out. Yeah. How about it? Boy, boy, boy. All right, Detroit Red Bull. We'll see y'all on Friday. We got a powerful show coming up. All right? Thank you. Anthem on the track. Young Bull, no popo. Popo. El Filth, a capo like El Chapo. A noble, mega mogul. The game to be sold, not told. Sega Global. Star Trekking, disguised as a Vulcan, the rise of the Sultan, the Scorpion Kings, when Berbers attacked, felt like sex, money, murder was back, the HOK merger with Smack kept it further intact. I was saved by the culture, raised by the vultures, the Flatbush waveguards. We woke up the zombies and Flatbush graveyards. They turned in a slave card, turned in a slave guard. They learned in the day guard. I'm right in my script, ignite in my slips, giving life to the myth. The flow miraculous, immaculate, like Jerry and Joseph Kin. The golden twins with the golden skin. Anti-Mary Wit, Dr. Yosef Bin. Lost in translation, never been a time when God lost a Satan. The force awakens, the plug is Cuban, the source is Haitian. Push button start, yeah, the Porsche awakens, the horse Jamaican. Usain Bolt, fucking up them commas like Usain Bolt. The Luke Kane flow, fucking up Bahamas like two feet of snow. If you do need to know. I was a breakout of scene. Woke up having takeout and dreams. Having breakthroughs and breakout and dreams. Moves on a chessboard to take out his screens. Take out his team like Drake out his dreams of the sixth. Ultra light beams of the fifth. From teams of the sips. With fifths to the lean. Tourmaline on the wrist. The Force Awakens. Reincarnated like two chains. New name Detroit Red Pillar. Swore to Enoch. Return of the Jet Pillar. Lord of God, hot, yeah, return of the Fed killers. Louis flip flops, we burned all the dead thriller. From Benjamin to Jefferson, from Lexington to pyramids with Mexicans. Moving on up, George Jefferson, the underworld. Some of me for falling too hard in the summer leagues. True religion, true God on the dungarees. Then that's true bitty in my city. True God on the bumblebees. True God on the dungarees. Then 
Like me 